Talk Radio. Listeners, lovers, broadcasters, bedroom superstars, onanists, and losers, you are welcome to the show this evening, one and all. We were going to have a top musical guest. He's had to postpone it until Wednesday, so it's just me and thee. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. She hitched a ride down the Louisville Holding on to a hundred dollar bill Dressed herself like a Cajun queen in New Orleans, baby Yeah, she looked good like a lady Do it for me, James Mississippi River runs like molasses in the summertime. And me, you know, I don't hardly mind. Sipping on the beer in Bourbon Street, and I'm sitting easy. Don't get me wrong, it takes a lot to please me. Third hand on. Load off your feet She said, yeah So I said, mm, I like your dress Swamps all around Make you feel kind of funny Don't they, honey? She crossed her legs And looked at me funny Sit down on the bayou Why you never knowing Just what you're doing Down on the bayou Why you never knowing Just what you're doing on the bayou, why you never know just what you're doing. Down on the bayou, why you never know just what you're doing. Just early in the morning, she hitched to ride down Louisville. Holding on to Like a Cajun queen in New Orleans, baby Yeah, she looks good like a lady And the Mississippi River runs like molasses in the summertime I mean, you know, I don't hold the line Don't buy you why you never know just what you're doing Down to buy you why you never know what you're doing Everybody and gentlemen, it's the best song. It's the best song you've never, ever heard. It's John Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas, and there's a naughty man. Uh, it's his solo album, uh, which is a... It, 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 it's a masterpiece. No, about 25 people bought it, which is wrong because it is a masterpiece. You can get it on CD now with loads of bonus tracks. It's well worth getting. And we were, we were, we were, we were 
supposed to be this evening talking to Mr. Lou Adler, a name that to most of you will mean nothing. Let me just fill in a few blanks about Lou Adler. Discovered the Mamas and the Papas, produced them. Set up Dunhill Records, which had the Mamas and the Papas on, as well as Scott McKenzie and others. Um, uh, managed Jan and Dean early on in their career. Produced uh, several Carol King albums, including Tapestry. Produced the movie, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wrote, um, um, I think he wrote... Um, what did he write for Sam Cooke? She was only 16. I think he wrote that. She was only 16. Only I think he wrote that. That's who Lou Adler is. And the man is a legend. Catherine has tracked him down. And he's not coming on the show tonight. But he is coming on the show on Wednesday. Which is actually, actually, actually better. We've got some cracking guests this week. Tomorrow, in the studio, Mr. Pete Heat. The, the best... The best lanky magician I've ever seen. Can we co- just check see if the aircon is on? Because I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Um, so he's coming on. Then Wednesday, we've got Lou Adler, fingers crossed. Then Thursday, we've got Harold Bronson, who set up Rhino Records and uh, produced albums by The Monkees, by Arthur Lee, by The Turtles. Absolute legend. He's got a brilliant book out. So, and then Friday, I'm off because I'm going to take my children to see The Beach Boys. That's dadding. So tonight, tonight, tonight is the night um, where we haven't got anything planned now because we were going to have a guest and we got a a, a thoroughly efficient phone call at uh, uh, half an hour before the show, which is unusual, actually, saying, yeah, Lou's really sorry, he can't make it tonight, but can we do it another night this week? So Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, You can watch the show tonight. We we are back up and running on uh, YouTube. If you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, you can watch the show. At the moment, it's just a picture of me, and um, you can see through the glass, Ed, who's waving now. So tonight, dear listener, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Um, Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Allow me to get heavy for a second. For a second, I feel comment should be passed on Ian Brady, right? But the only reason I feel comment should be passed on Ian Brady is um, because he has been this this bogeyman, this monster. I mean, what he did was horrific. Don't get me wrong. What he did was horrific. But he has been this 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 figure throughout my entire life. Um, and longer, but for, you know, for as long as I can remember, this bad guy, this evil monster, um, and in the 80s, there was kind of a, 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 a sort of vague, there was a slight movement, wasn't there? Do you remember? There was a slight movement to, um, make Myra Hindley and, um, Ian Brady cool. Do you know what I mean? There was a slight kind of uh, odd, odd movement. So, while I don't want to do a phone-in on Ian Brady um, dying, because, well, what do you say? He was a bastard, and he didn't tell us where, you know, people were... But, you, you know, he was a, a thoroughly unpleasant man. So, why I while I don't particularly want to do a phone-in on it, I feel I ought to... That, that we ought to acknowledge it, somehow. I mean, what is... What is the acknowledgement? And why do I feel the need to acknowledge it? Because... 
because I, th- th- because he's been around forever, because society kind of says, because every other station will be doing phone-ins on Ian Brady and how bad was he and should we bring back the death penalty for people who kill kids and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. This show is more about stories and more about feelings. And just hearing as... Um, as the show was starting, just hearing of the news that he died, it kind of brought up a a feeling. And I don't quite know what that feeling is. Do you know what I mean? I'm being very vague and non-specific because I, I don't know how to be less vague and more specific. I shan't be celebrating the fact he's dead. I also shan't be mourning the fact that he's dead. It just feels that, just feels that something has shifted. Do you know what I mean? Something has shifted. Do you know what I mean? Probably not. I don't know what I mean, dear listener. I don't know what I mean. Listen, who knows how long this show is going to be here for. So let's let's throw caution to the wind. Let's rip off our clothes. Let's dance naked in the rain. Um, and um, I tweeted last week that this show is um, is dumb and stupid. And there should be more dumb and stupid things. And I say it, and some people, no, no, your, show, your, your show's not dumb and stupid, Ian. Yes, it is. This show is dumb, and indeed, it is stupid. And you know what, kids? There ain't nothing wrong with that. We need more dumb and stupid things, okay? We need more things to be dumb and stupid. With that in mind, I give you the key to unlock a whole nation's worth of radios. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. In very, very simple format, dear listener. The calls are normally quieter on a Monday. So, if you've been thinking about calling for, for a while, if you've kind of thought, oh, I'd like to call, but you've never built up the nerve, well, why don't you make tonight the night that you call up? Oh, Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You'll speak to Catherine. She'll take your name and number. She will call you straight back. I can see ten lines on the computer in front of me. Every single one of them is empty. Now, part of the reason that every single one of them is empty is because some of you, loads of new listeners every day, and the figures come out Thursday. Um, the newish listeners, the newest listeners who have stumbled upon us, um, because you've seen someone tweet about it or you just read about it or by accident, you've just, just found talk radio. You'll be waiting for the, um, hook. You'll be waiting for the topic, for the subject, uh, on which to, um, uh, base your phone call on. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I hate to do this to you. There is no hook. There is no subject. There is no rhyme nor reason. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about my weekend and how it was crappy. And I'm going to talk about some stories I found in the newspapers. And I'm going to talk about how... um, on a friend's YouTube channel, a video that that, uh, that that he made that featured a song of mine had this morning had a thousand hits. It's been up there for about six months, uh, and, and by the by uh, uh, an hour ago, it had over ten thousand hits. What the hell is that about? Nine thousand hits in a day? 
So I will sit here and I will talk stuff and you will listen on talkradio.co.uk or DAB or on your smartphone app. You will watch me on youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Um, and ideally, ideally, you will call in. It works better if you call in. Otherwise, it's just a man who is approaching 44 and is being stalked by a man who's even older. <laughs> being stalked. Wow. Um, whittering onto himself. Now, I don't want to tempt fate, but I have a feeling that my dream may come true tonight. My dream is that one evening, Keith, from Fast Running, will speak to Paul from Stoke Poges. And there's just all kinds of rumours going around on the internet that tonight might be the night. Dear listener, if you want to take part, I humbly invite you to share your voice and lend it and uh, uh, lick my ears. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, dear listener, we're going to dive into the cesspool of your calls. That sounded insulting, didn't it? Uh, let's See. Good evening, Ryan. Good evening, Good sir. evening, Ryan. What you got for us, Ryan? I, I literally just had a, a feed come up on my Facebook that you are on, on, on the airwaves. I right? am on the airwaves. That is correct. Have you got any topics yet tonight? Sir? Not just tuned in. Not well, I've, I've still not quite tuned in. No, no topics thus far. Have you got something you can throw into the mix? Uh, oh, let me, let me let me think. Have can a you think. Uh, can you put me on hold and take a couple of calls and um, I'll get back to you? Well, uh, Ryan, I hate to break it to you, mate. You're the only call we've got, and I'm, I was kind of hoping that yours okay. would kickstart um, a torrent of phone calls. That's what well, I was I've, hoping. I've got one. I've okay. got one. Here we go. People can phone in. Here with. we go, Ryan. Uh, I'm liking me, this. I like the vibe. Me, Let's go for it. Stuff. Followers of you, of yes. your career, yep. we know oh. it's been a magnificent career. Okay. Many radio stations. Detecting science. When, when I did, um, uh, I, I recorded a programme for Radio 4 last week, which I believe is going out on the 30th of May, about Andy Kaufman. And rather beautifully, Matthew Paris introduced me as um, a broadcaster who's left many... Um, uh, many high-profile jobs to follow other <laughs> exciting opportunities. <laughs> it's a posh way of saying I keep getting sacked! <laughs> Not sacked, sir. You're no. moving on. Move, You're progressing. Moving right along. Yes. Right, here we go. Come on, let's hear the topic. Okay. Yes. So, um, I'm actually registered on one of your radio shows as the longest caller ever. Oh. In one go. Oh, okay. Right, yes. So, if any of your fans yes. that have followed your career are listening, yes. who did I beat what? to get that? Hang on a minute. So, hang on a minute. So, let me just get this right. Your idea for a topic is to start a quiz about you. No, no, no. This is not a topic. This is just why we think up topics. Oh, this is this is the, the hors d'oeuvre, the topic hors d'oeuvre. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, well, I, well, I, I don't even... No, I think this guy was on for like... You were on for like nearly three hours, weren't you? Yes, that, that is me, yeah. Two hours and 48. Two hours and 48 minutes of this guy. Imagine. Who did you beat? Oh, I don't know. It's probably Vinny or someone. No, it wasn't. No, it was. A, it wasn't actually one of the hardcore callers. Oh. It was an obscure caller. An obs- That's why I'm pointing it out directly to the fans. If your fans are following you, they will know who it is. 
listen, I, I, um, uh, I certainly don't know, but there will be, there will be a stalker out there, who knows? But that's the game. Have you come up with a topic now? Um. I'm going to cut you off. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. So hands up who had a crap weekend. This guy, I'll tell you why. Um, I slept late Sunday. I don't remember what happened Saturday. Oh, uh, that was it. Stuff happened. So I slept late Sunday. And when I got up, everyone had gone out. The kids, wife, everyone gone out. We've gone out. We'll be back in a couple of hours. This is at 12.30. But they didn't come back until seven, half seven. And I was there. I, I watched all of the, um... Better Call Saul's. I'd watched a documentary about Roger Stone on Netflix. Man, that's bleak. Who's Roger Stone? He's one of the people that won Donald Trump the election. Man alive, it is bleak. He's got a picture. Here's the thing. Roger Stone, who was on and off Donald Trump's key advisor in the election, on and off, and he got sacked, but then he was still advising from behind the scenes. On his back, he has a tattoo which he's more than happy to show everybody, of Richard Nixon. He has a tattoo of Richard Nixon. It's It really is a very, very bleak documentary. So I'd watched that. I'd watched all the Better Call Souls, a programme I cannot stop watching, even though I find it quite dull. But I just, I just enjoy the two main actors, Bob Odenkirk and um, um, uh, Michael McKeon. I, I can, I, they are endlessly watchable, despite the show being dull, dull, dull. Style um, over content. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So I, I, I saw that the lawn was getting a little bit fruity, little bit tasty. And uh, I, as you know, I only mow the lawn once a year. And I was, uh, I mowed it a month ago. Nobody has mown it since. And I sat there looking at it. I thought, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then I looked at it a bit more. I thought, oh, I'm not going to do it. And I thought, oh, mow the lawn. It's like an hour's job because we've got a piddling little lawnmower. So I got the lawnmower and I got it all set up and I got the extension lead and I had to untangle the extension lead because I'm the only one that um, bothers to wrap the extension lead up properly, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, by the way. And um, I started mowing the lawn. It's a fly mowing. It, it catches all the grass. I didn't get even one sort of bin full of grass caught before and the blade came a flying off ah the blade came flying off and i thought oh sweet lord and basically i had here's the technical term i'd buggered the lawnmower and i then i then fumed and swore and kicked it and sulked and a little there was a bit of screw that was stuck in the middle and i'm thinking i'm gonna have to buy a new lawnmower guys i am going to have to buy a new lawnmower but after much um fiddling and swearing and cursing, I managed to get this little bit of a bolt out. And blah, blah, blah. So I've ordered, here's the thing, I've ordered a new blade and um, a new screw and a tool that screws all this together, right? And that has come to, I think... I think nearly 40 quid, right? 40 quid just for all of this to fix the lawnmower. The new, to, to buy the lawnmower new, 
would have cost 80 quid. And now I'm thinking, Ryan, I'm now thinking, should I have just bought a new lawnmower? Well, if you can afford it, yeah. Well, uh, well, I mean, afford it, yes, but it was 40 quid to buy one, two, three bits for the lawnmower, 80 quid to buy a whole new lawnmower. Does it work good, as good as new? Well, I'm hoping when the bits arrive... Oh, you haven't actually tried it No, yet. sir. No, 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 no. This happened on uh, Sunday, sir. I'm waiting for them to be delivered. But here's hey. the lesson, and I gave this advice to my good friend Scott Balcony at the weekend, and yet it's it's a lesson, Ryan, that I, I never... I've never learnt myself. OK. Buy cheap, buy twice. Oh, no, no. So, Ooh, what do you mean? No. What? Oh, yes? no, yes? never, no, what? no, what? never, what? No, 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 never what? No, I don't know what no, you're saying. No, no, buy cheap, buy twice, just no, no. Yes. That, that's wrong, sir. No, that's, no, that's right. No, that's incorrect, sir. Well, no, it's correct, boy. <laughs> no, it's incorrect. It's co- no, what, what is incorrect? That's the saying, buy cheap. Well, yes, it's a saying, but in practice it's wrong. What is wrong? Everything about what you just said. I don't think you understand what I've just said. You bought some parts for a lawnmower. Correct, sir. Boy. I'm sir, your boy. <laughs> you bought some parts for a lawnmower. Yes, yeah. boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. And you think that buying cheapskate parts will fix it rather than buy a new one? Well... <laughs> Because in in a few in in a few months' time it's going to break again, and yes. you're going to buy the parts again. Hence the saying: buy cheap, buy twice. Yes, I wasn't disputing the phrase or the saying. What are you disputing, boy? Because I'm very confused. The practicality behind it—it's okay. just stupid. How about the practicality of my fist in your face? Now, sir, that's very offensive, and I must say, for Ofcom, I have all phone calls recorded. Oh. <laughs> Why have you called, boy? <laughs> um, because I actually have uh, uh, um, a discretion with you. Yes. Now, I met you once up London. Prove it. And Prove it. I deny I everything. I met you when you were doing the comedy club, one of the very few you got. Oh, I remember you. Yes, you're that guy. And you call me the gay Fonzie next time we spoke on the phone. Called you a gay Fonzie? Yeah. Um, I don't remember it, but if I, I, if I said it, then you probably look like a homosexual Arthur Fonzarelli. Um. Wasn't an insult, by the way, guys. I don't use gay as an insult, you gays. I use it as a descriptive term. How can, how can gay be a descriptive? How can it not be? Well, gay is a noun, so it can't be a verb. Well, um, verb isn't the description. You're thinking of adverbs. Adverb, yes. Sorry. Well, okay, yes, it can be. Gayer. No, you know, you've changed the word from gay to gayer. I made it an adverb. You, sir, are very pedantic. Thank you very much indeed. And you, sir, are a gay Arthur Fonzarelli. 0344 499 1000. If anybody's understood the first 26 minutes of the show, please, um, could you um, get in touch with some uh, uh, 
uh, uh, medical staff and get them to pass the information on to me. No, not the medical staff, because all the computers in the in the um, uh, all the computers have crashed, haven't they? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. All the bosses here were going. Oh, I hope we don't get our computers hacked. And secretly they were thinking. Oh, I hope we get our computers hacked because then um, people will think that we're popular. The hackers couldn't even be bothered hacking. The talk radio computers. They came up on the list. NHS, yeah, would do that. Spanish electricity, yeah, would do that. Talk radio, what's that? Is that talk sport? No, 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 that's talk. We've got talk sport. Talk radio's different. What, from the 90s? No, no, they brought it back. Yeah, it's only on dibdab though. Yeah, no, forget that. We won't, we won't, we won't waste our time on that. Um, so we didn't get hacked. We didn't get hacked. <laughs> Here's, um, I heard as well on um, the news today, because apparently, I don't know how, you can trace the movement of bitcoins. They want payment in bitcoins, right? And there's something like 145,000 companies across the world have been hit by this malware, this ransomware, this naughty little worm. And you know how much money... The, um, uh, the, the, the hijackers have made, hijackers. Do you know how much money they've made? $27,000. That's nothing. 26, you can see where the bitcoins move, apparently. Um, you'll know more than me. I'm just an old fart. But they've only made, I say only, I wouldn't mind making $27,000 just for sending out an email. But, but, they've only made $27,000. Yaboo sucks. Let's take a bet on, um, and, and this is only, this is, uh, okay. This is the, the potential to be racist. So, um, but let's take, let's take a bet on who we think did it. I'm going, I'm going full in the Russians. Full in, it was the Russians. Who do you reckon? 0344 499 1000. You can even name individuals. It won't be libelous. It won't be libelous because we're just doing it for fun. I reckon the Russians are behind it. Of course they are. This is their attempt at nobbling our general election by closing down our national health service. Well, comrade Putin, you won't nobble our election that easily. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Craig. Evening, Ian. Hello, boss. What you got for us? It's a funny thing, isn't it? All this cyber intelligence and what and spies. What? 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 Isn't it weird? How, like it, countries are allowed to have spies on each other. And they're allowed Countries to break are allowed to have spies on each other. Yeah. What it's do like, you mean? Oh, yeah, we're, the, we're an honest com- country, but we're going to try and get all the secrets of our enemies. Yes. By, like, you know, hacking them and... What's, and all that. what's so funny about peace, love and understanding, Craig? It's like even, like, with the, um, the nuclear... They reckon that all our nuclear subs are run on Windows. Yo, no, even worse. I think they won't run on uh, 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 Windows Millennium. <laughs> I actually, that was the one I actually bought. I went legit for that one. Millennium. <laughs> even even um, at Microsoft, six months after they released Millennium, went, ah, we may have, we may have screwed this one up, guys. Yeah. I hey, actually... I think I've got a hole in my gum. 
Can you whistle for it? No, I genuinely, there's a, there's a space between my, that my teeth and gums that since I've had my, I don't know if I told you I was seriously with sunglasses. Since I've had that, there's like a hot, there's a gap between the tooth and the gum and it feels like a tiny hole. I'm feeling it now. Oh, yeah. What's that all about? Well, your gums recede as you get older, don't they? Well, yes, and that's 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 true. And I've got t- my my teeth look like um, tombstones already, and I'm not even forty four yet. You should have them all out like they used to have in the old. Well, yeah, the, 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 with all of this um, technology, okay, we've got all of this technology, and um, r- robots, as we know, are taking over the world, and all of this stuff. And we can we can we, we, facial reconstruction surgery is incredible, right? They cannot make fake gums they can't do it to cover the receding gum line and people you look at people like um paloma faith right she's got she's got too much gum right (laughs) and there is no we have no facility where people like paloma faith can uh, can uh, uh, donate some of their gum to people like me who for whatever reason have got receding gum lines i wonder why they can't inject fillers like they do for, for skin. Well, what would it stick to? Well, it, in, it inflates the skin, doesn't it? Inf- you, so you'd inflate the gum? Yeah, like when this poison in there when they put, um, whatever they put in. Buttocks. Uh, Buttocks is yeah. poison. So, if they, they inflate, I mean, when you get a, like an abscess or something, your yes. gums inflate, why can't yes. they do that for real? For, for good purposes. Well, yes, I, uh, but is it, uh, uh, but uh, some people have um, buttocks inserted into their armpits to stop them sweating, don't they? Yes, I feel that. Well, that's a great conversation uh, opener there, Greg. I was going to, have topic. Yes, sir. What's the darkest secret you know about someone? Well, I can't tell you. Well, not the per- you don't have to say the person's name. Okay, I know someone who's murdered someone. That's close to what I've got. Hey, go on, what you got? When my friend was in school, his dad uh, was done for manslaughter in Korea when he was in the Navy. And he spent seven years in prison for manslaughter. Leslie Grantham, Dirty Den, has spent time in prison for... I don't know if it was manslaughter or murder, didn't he? He shot a taxi yeah. driver in oh, Germany. Sure. I was on. I was on about specific like people you knew. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. People. Yeah. People I know. Well, no, not famous people. Okay. Well, um, uh, no, I don't know someone who's murdered somebody. Here's the thing, right? I couldn't live with the guilt of murdering somebody, but and I'd be like, rat. Well, I'd be having nightmares and anxiety and all. But I reckon after about quite a long time, maybe four or five months, I reckon that would that would pass, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, because I obviously not being a murderer, but no. when bad things happen to you, you have to like let it go, don't you? Yeah. So I imagine if you do bad things, yeah, you'd have to like either kill yourself or let it go. Yeah, it's one of one of the two. Or um, would you try and counter the bad thing you've done, the murder? By then doing lots of good things, like, I don't know, helping out a, a children's charity, um, doing shopping for your elderly next-door neighbour, and then after, like, maybe a, a couple of months of doing that, you go, I think that's karma, I think I've, I've restored the universal balance, um, I'm quite happy with that now. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, looking back to, like, my, you know, I'm 48 now, I've done terrible things I've regretted in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. 
and you just change, you can change as a person. Yeah. And you say to yourself, yeah, I'm not the person that would do that now. No. So, yeah, I, I imagine with something as big as murder, it'd be the same sort of thing. <sighs> what a world we live in, Craig. What a world we live in. I got my first record. Sorry? I went in with my dad, and I had my own money. And I was either... Where's it? Hang on a minute. We, 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 you, you just flipped all over the place. What, what are you talking about? I thought about? you were going to cut me off in a sec. Well, no. I've got, okay. I've got no other calls. Oh, three, four, right. four. Uh, okay, I'll tell you yeah. what we'll do, Craig. You're yeah. going to stay on until someone else calls in, okay? Right. Does that sound fair? Okay. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Craig stays on until another caller gets queued up. Craig, away hi you fans. go. Hi, fans. Hi, yeah. Dagon. Did you say hi, fans? Yeah. Why did you say hi, fans? Because <laughs> it's cool. All right. It's a, it's, Monday nights are always quiet on the phone, so I suspect, yeah. I suspect you might get um, a fair go. Okay, Craig, away you go. So, I... let's go to Raymond. Good evening, Raymond. Hi, uh, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Raymondo. What have yeah. you got for us? I have got the reason for the world's evils. Yeah, oh, yeah, go on. Neil Lennon. Uh, who? Neil Lennon. Who's Neil Lennon? Exactly. The same question as I've been asking myself for the last four years. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a little bit more, Raymond, because uh, at the moment you just sound like a loony. Yeah. Am I? Uh, yeah, you've got that correct. So Th- thank you're you. You're on your game tonight. Okay. But uh, basically, he was um, ex-Celtic manager. Right. He used to play for Leicester, I believe. Okay. He is a bit of a comedy word on that. Yes. I think he sort of stuttered about in midfield. Right, so he's a, fo- a football player. Red hair and acne, you must know who he is, yellow teeth. Yeah. So a football player yeah, is the reason for it. all of the world's evil? Yep. This man. Can you can you can you he put got forward contacts a... in North Korea? Okay, and his name was Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon, yeah. That's brilliant, Raimondo. Thank you so much for that. Flipping heck! <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're all coming out the woodwork today. I don't know. Apologies to Mr. Lennon if he maybe he's um, uh, very litigious and might feel like suing us. Apologies, Mr. Lennon. Although, if you do sue me, you better make sure that you're, you've not got contacts with North Korea and you are not the main reason for the world's ills. Otherwise, you'll be in big trouble in court, buddy. Simon! Hello, Ian. How's it going? It's oh, going uh, very well, Simon. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm just, I just wanted to follow. I'm one of those people that listen to your show. Um, I'm not going to say every single night, but, you know, at least sort of three or four nights out of five. Yes. Um, but rarely call up, so you know there are there are plenty. I'm sure there are many more like me. Okay. Because um, I, I, I do listen to your podcast as well. Thank you. And I do know that uh, you don't like dull calls, so I do try and you know. Okay. And, I, and, and yet you've spent the last thirty seconds. Yes. Okay. But uh, no, I just want to say I've I been inspired to uh, to go to the cinema by myself because I've, I was listening to some of your podcasts. Here we go. Here and, uh, we go. It's I've a geezer. Re- literally just got back. Yes. Uh, I went to see Mindhorn. <laughs> oh, now, know. is that any good, or is it a load of our rubbish? You know what, right, it's been advertised as this full-on, you know, belly-busting, laugh-out-loud-all-the-way-through. You know, laugh it's good. I, I, you know, it's a good film. Um, it's not the, you know, uh, lol-fest that it's been advertised as, where, you know, where it's sort of, you know, laughs every minute. But, I mean, you know, it's strong enough. 
Um, and it's a good film to sort of, you know, sit through. And it doesn't. Is it? Know. Is it? Because I like. Um, it's got my friend, uh, friend, a guy I work with, Simon, somebody in it, whose name I can't remember. Simon Thornaby or something. Yes, it? that's it. Uh, 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 yeah. um, who's brilliant, and I've worked he's with brilliant. him, it, uh, and I think he's very funny. And it's got it's Julian. Is it Ju- no? Is it Julian Barrett? I was getting Julian Barrett. Yep, main lead, the main guy. And those are those are those are two of the most talented, funny people we have in yeah. this country right now. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, in the film they're really funny. But isn't it just uh, like a TV movie though? Um, possibly. Well, I know Netflix have bought the uh, the rights to it, so oh. you, I think. Anywhere apart from the UK, you can watch right now on Netflix. Oh, oh. Um, oh, oh. you know, if you've got one Isn't it? Because I saw the trailer, and it looked suspiciously similar to a show that was made about 15 years ago, starring Rob Ryden and Steve Coogan, where Rob Ryden used to be in an old sci-fi programme, and then he landed, you know, he, he couldn't get any acting work, and he gets invited on a fan cruise. And that's, isn't that kind of the plot of Mindhorn? No. Oh, in that case, in that case it's completely <laughs> no, I mean, different. It, it does have a ferry in it. Yes. So, you know, there is the element of a cruise there, I suppose. That's about as, uh, as far as it goes, really. Um, but no, I mean, it is a good, I mean, I would recommend going to see it. You know, if you've got a spare couple of hours or whatever, I would recommend going to see it. It's definitely a good one. It's just uh, the adverts have obviously you know, made it look, I mean, like, like most of these films, like all the good parts have been clipped to together you know in, in, in the trailer really but yeah. there are a few uh, this is what they do stories. with trailers they put all the good it bits is. in there yeah it spoils it i try not to watch the trailers if i can help it but i was so i've seen this um film you know in, in the magazine and stuff and i kind of wanted to see what because I, I do love julian barrett yes he was my favorite out of the sort of uh the uh him and Noel fielding uh i can't remember the, belief, the show now um mighty bush mighty, mighty bush yeah the mighty bush the crazy thing uh, yeah, he was my sort of favourite out of the two. I do like Neil as, uh, Noel as well. Like, yeah, but, um, I never really liked them. Here's, here's, okay. Um, let, let's do this. All right. Let, this is the phone in. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Comedy programs that everyone loves that you never really got. I'll go first. The Mighty Boosh. The League of Gentlemen. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I know, everyone does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also... Um, Smith and that uh, Steve Pemberton are amazing. Psychoville. Mm, I uh, can't be bothered. Number Here, nine. Here's another one. And I should like it, because I like everyone in it, but I just... And I've watched it several times at different p- periods of my life. Spaced. Are you... Yeah. No, don't get it. I don't, don't, don't find it funny. Well, I, I agree with you. I, I, I watched... You know what? I've seen it. I have seen space. Yeah. I cannot tell you what's happened. What happened in it? I remember, there's a bit where um, he's with the guy. he's with the lady, and they say something, and then the camera pulls back, and her glasses fall down, and they look like they're in Scooby Doo. Yeah, I've, I have seen it. I've seen. I think was there, was there only one series, or was it two? Two. I think there's two series. Yeah, yeah. but it's one of those shows that you, you've kind of you watch, but you know, trying to recall it, you, you, I can't. I know it's got that guy out of. Um, uh, what's his name? He, out of uh, Friday Night Dinner, in it. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Dog. I don't. Re- I don't watch TV anymore because uh, TV is pony. I do agree with you that it's a bit. Uh, it's it's know, pony. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit past its. Simon, thank it's you very much for that. I enjoyed that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Edward, I want you to come in here during this break, which is now. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
344 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give me a call, I have plugged in audio output. Just, I've just said, I can't type and not speak at the same time. I'm one of those people that's afflicted by this condition where I cannot type and, uh, 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 and not say it out loud. When I was an actor at college, I was one of those people who would quite often mouth the other person's words as they said them. <laughs> I don't think it's proper acting unless the other person is mouthing the words of the person that they're doing the uh, the scene with. I don't, otherwise, I believe it's not proper acting. Uh, oh, we've got an anonymous call. Good evening, anonymous. I've got a dirty... Yeah, OK, thank you very much indeed. Let's, um, uh, this person's certainly not an- anonymous. He's a favourite with uh, all of you, apart from the ladies, uh, and most of the men. It's Alan Caddick. Hi, Ian. Hey, that Alan. Was a hark back to the past, that last call. Sorry? That was a hark back to the past. It was a hark back to the ass. No, the past. There we go. Then also, I want to play a game with you tonight. Oh, is it, um, Tickle Tickle Bum Bum? I was thinking election bingo. Oh, we probably can't for legal reasons. Oh. Well, hang on, what are the rules of election bingo? Well, you have to try and guess the topic that they're talking about on another station. Well, that's not election bingo. Well, hang on a minute, unless they're talking about the election. Yeah. What the... (laughs) That's like, um, saying, um, we uh, want to play a game of... Um, can you guess I'm thinking about the film Jaws? Where you, you kind of give the answer, you've given the answer away. No, but you haven't named the actors, though. What, in the election or in Jaws? In Jaws. Okie dokie. Um, well, who's in, uh, we're, we're experimenting with stuff on the YouTube channel, don't worry. Matthew is trying stuff out. Matthew, if it doesn't work, just send me a message on Twitter and we'll go back to the way we were. In fact, I've got the headphones set up the way we were, so... Um, so, your game, Election Bingo, I now have to you name the me. actors that are in Jaws. No, no, you mentioned Jaws. I'm thinking of Election Bingo. I mean, you choose a political party, and I'll try and guess what topic, the uh, number one topic is. That literally doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, no, because it never made any sense. Well, I know, well, uh, hey, hang on a minute, I just, just, just bottle that. That was a a, 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 a a rare moment of self-awareness from Alan Caddick. Just there. It's gone now. It's gone. I know. Um, you sound a bit sad. No, it's a realisation that I'm not making any sense at all. Hey, Alan, when have you ever been stitched up by one of your mates? All the time. I won't use the phrase effed over, but uh, have you ever been effed over? I'm using the phrase. I'm going all in. Have you ever been effed over by one of your best mates? No, I haven't, thankfully. Oh, I have. I I have. I was today, Alan. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Right, so, you know we're going to New York City. Yeah. And if you're working in New York City, if you're working in America and you're British, you have to get a work permit, a work visa. Right, and yeah. and and if there are any broadcasters out who are working out there at the moment without visas, you're breaking the law. And if anyone finds out, where are you going? making sure I'm not going to be yeah, don't you, Please, please, Catherine, I can deal with this. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. So you've got to get a work visa, right? Yeah. And um, to do that, you've got to fill in a form online, very long form. Pay, I think it's 120 quid or something. And then you have yeah. to go to the American Embassy in London. Okay. 
I did it once before, about 15, 16 years ago, for a show I did for BBC One called Worst Week. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, uh, so, so, and you have to be there. Well, we made an appointment, Catherine and I both going, we made an appointment for 8 a.m. this morning. You can only yeah. make an appointment for 8 a.m. or 8.30 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. So, I couldn't sleep, slept terribly. I got up at five after four hours sleep. I, um, drove, you, you, hang on a minute, uh, I'm just going to open Soundflower for someone, hang on a second, hang on a second, there it is. Um, I got into, I got into London about six, because of course there was no traffic, I went and had some uh, breakfast somewhere and did something, and, um, then I met Catherine at about seven, and, and I said, well, yeah, so, but I said, I tell you what, why don't we go over to the American Embassy, so we're, we're quite... Uh, we're at the front of the queue. Yeah. Well, we got to the American Embassy about quarter past seven. There was a big queue. There was about 40 people there. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So we queued up, and then very quickly people started queuing up behind us, right? So you're not at the back? Not at the back. We're in the middle. At 25 minutes past, I heard the young lady behind me say, um, of course... You're not allowed to take laptops into the American embassy. And I went, oh, no. I had my laptop with me. And um, Cass said, oh, don't worry, it'll be fine. You'll be able to leave it on the door. So I Googled it, and it said, you will not be permitted into the building if you have a laptop. You will be sent away. And I went, right. I've parked my car 10 minutes away. Right? If I get a cab, I've parked the car 10 minutes away. I can jump in the cab, go and drop that off. I'll be back in 20 minutes. That'll be 7.45, right? Uh-huh. I said, St- keep our place in the queue. I'm off. Get this, Ed. Get this. So I jumped in the cab. Cab turned up. Jumped in the cab. I said, man, this is, um, I'm on a real mission. I've, I've got to get to the, the car park. Got a really good car park in London that's really cheap and just outside the congestion zone. Get there, drop that and come back. He said, not a problem at all, buddy. And he understood. So, got to the car park, ran out, put the stuff in the boot, got out of the car park, jumped back in the car. I said, take me home, buddy. And so he took me back to the American embassy, right? Yeah. And I'm texting Catherine as we're getting closer. I said, Catherine, are you moving? She said, yeah, we're moving. I was like, right, okay, fine. So then I got to the queue, right? And I could see the queue. And the queue was massive now. Absolutely. There's 200 people there. Easy. Right? Yeah. So I ran to where we were. She wasn't there, of course, because she'd moved on a bit, yeah? Oh, no. So I ran down the queue towards the entrance. And yeah. I, cu- I couldn't see Catherine. Oh, no. So I ran back a bit. I thought, I must have missed it. And I couldn't see it. I ran back to the... I couldn't see it. And then I got a text from her saying, oh, I've gone in. Oh, no. I've gone in. I went, what? She went, I've gone in. So, what do you mean you, what do you mean you've gone in? She went, well, they, they waved us through, so I've gone in. And I, I said, well, why have you got, what, Alan, right? Mm-hmm. You're waiting for your mate to get to the queue, right? Yeah. Right, and you're about to get waved in, but you're waiting for your best mate. What would you do? I would, I would, I know to go in and wait for your friend. Ladies and gentlemen, even Alan Caddick knows the correct behaviour in that situation. What you do is when you're getting waved in and you see you're about to get waved in, you say, I'm really sorry, I'm waiting for someone. And you go back about, I don't know, ten people in the queue and you say, look, I'm sorry, I'm waiting for someone. I was there. Can, do you mind if I come in here? D- won't make any difference to you whatsoever. And you do that until the person arrives. Uh, no, I was no. waiting for twenty. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, 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 no not Catherine. She went in. 
She no. went in. So then I have to go to the back of the queue, and there's about 200 people now. Oh, no. Unbelievable. And then, of course, she goes in. She's in really, really early. She gets sorted, and I get a text saying, oh, I'm done now. And I'm, st- I'm still going through the front door and where I haven't taken my belt off. Oh, no. Oh, really? So, t- t- tonight, dear listener, the phone is very, is plain and indeed very, very simple. When have you ever been effed over by one of your best mates? 0344 499 1000. It was outrageous behaviour, Cads. Well, I can't believe it. it can't, I, 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 and I know. And also, if you just want to phone up and shame Catherine... You don't even have to come on the air if you don't want. You, that you, 0344 499 1000, that telephone number will take you straight to her. You can come on the air and do it, or you can just phone her up and go, shame on you, and then put the phone down. That will, all of that will be perfectly, perfectly acceptable. This is a message for Kath. You're a disgrace to all producers everywhere. Wow. Wowzers, that must really sting. That must sting. Ah, thanks, Alan. You made me feel a lot better. Ta ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, is that not working, Matthew? We're, we're, we're streaming this on YouTube. We, we tried something a little bit different, and you, we can't hear the callers. Is that what's being said? Now, what, Ed, come in, come in and join me, Ed. Come in and join me. Come in and join me, Ed. Come in. Who, who am I? Come in, my darling. Come in. Why might that be uh, happening, Edmundo? I have a theory. Uh, okay, you you get on. You take control of the computer, control. Matthew. Let go. Ed's Ed's steaming in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one. Can you believe that about um, Catherine? Well, effed me over. I I can see what she did. I mean, American Embassy. If yep. someone's there, they've yep. got guns and everything. No, they haven't. Oh, they haven't. No, they haven't. Oh, they okay. haven't. There were two coppers, yeah. two British coppers out there with guns. Uh-huh. The people that were working on the door were British kids. It was all Brit. Here's the thing about the American Embassy, right? It's British kids that that work there, but bizarrely. All of the doors are American doors. Did you notice that? They're all American doors. You know when you uh, when you go to American um, like supermarket or big shopping centres and stuff, they have these very heavy doors with a bar in the middle, and you push the bar, and that opens the doors. And it's a very specific American type of door. You kind of get them over here as um, fire exits, but they're slightly different. The, the British ones, it's a protruding thin bar. This is a very thick bar that's set on the door all of the doors were american doors which makes me think they've had those doors flown in from the united states of america just for the american is that working i'm gonna check i'm gonna i'm gonna check you in a minute okay thank you Uh, they've had those doors flown in from the american embassy uh, from america for the embassy what the hell is that about Yes, caller, what do you want? Hello? Yes? Can you put me through as gay Clive? What? Can you put me through as gay Clive? As gay Clive? Yeah. Okay, gay, gay Clive. Clive. Well, you're on now, gay Clive. What do you want? Uh, well, well, I'm a, a homosexual. Okay. I mean, <laughs> as prank calls go... That's down there with the worst. Isn't it? 
344 Can you believe an hour of broadcasting has happened? What have we learned? Absolutely nothing whatsoever. Um, but you can call in about any old thing you want. You know the score, and I was trying to explain this earlier on. Um, it, it, it's, it's not one of those shows where we tell you what to talk about. We go, well, Ian Brady's died. Well, let's hear your thoughts on the Moore's murder. Because who's going to phone up and go, well, actually, I think he was a great guy. No one is, of course. So why would you want to do a phone-in on that? I mean... Some lazy presenters might be doing, should we bring back the death penalty for people who murder children? No, of course we shouldn't, because it would never work. Um, it, this isn't one of those shows whereby um, I tell you what to call in about. You call in about what you want. 0344 499 Patrick? Hello? Yes. Now, you're going to come on, because we're, we're about to go to the news, Patrick, so there's only about 30 seconds, OK? So I, I want you to have a fair crack of the whip. No, I'm going to wait till the news is finished. No, this is exactly no, no, no. This is yeah. this is what I'm saying. But can you just tease what you're going to talk about? Uh, talk about. So if anybody's thinking of going to bed, they might stay listening for a bit longer. Oh God, don't do that. No. Um, well, yeah, two things. Um, yes. I was going to talk. Well, let, let's. <laughs> let, okay, but well, we can talk about that, Patrick. But 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 don't use that word. Okay, thank you. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh we're gonna speak to the non sweary Patrick after the latest news on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I did say I did say bed. I did say bed. I did say bed. Let's try that again. No, let's try that again. Doesn't matter. Don't you Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. There we go. That's better. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Someone's tweeted me something. I I mean, this Ian Brady thing, it it, it keeps popping up and it'll be the the, the thing that that, that is on the um, conscious. What's that buzz? Oh, it's that. Turn the computer off. Thank you. It's a thing that will be on the consciousness of people. But someone's tweeted me this thing, and it, I, I don't buy this. Ian Brady's death is a relief. I buy that. As it will be for Peter Sutcliffe. A bit less pure evil on the planet. I don't buy this. Um, I don't, like, you know, I, I'm not in any way defending what um, Ian Brady did or what he stands for. I don't, I don't buy this people of pure evil. I don't really buy I mean, people are nasty and make decisions and choices, but I don't necessarily buy this evening. Listen, I, if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it. It's, it, it's a show where anything goes. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We are asking, have you ever been effed over by a friend of yours? And that's the word we're going to use. So just, Patrick, I'm going to bring you back on, but just just watch your language. You've got a yellow card, Patrick. Yellow oh, card. sorry. It didn't go to air, did it? Yes, yes, it, it went to air, but luckily oh, I've, sorry. I've got sorry. very good dump fingers. Oh, yeah. Don't well, worry. Actually, I was going to mention, the, it's funny that you were talking about the, the visas and the embassy, because I've just been filling out one of those DS-160 forms. Hey, the fun, the fun forms, aren't they? Oh, they're horrible. Yes. But not only that, I've had to do it for myself and for all my bandmates as well, so... Um, it was four times as bad. Really. Can I ask a question? Yes. Does this, and this, this genuinely was my question, I wanted to ask the people at the embassy, but they looked like they had no sense of humour. Yeah. Does Paul McCartney have to go and do that? 
Oh, I guess he must do. Every time he yeah. wants to do a tour, does Paul McCartney have to stand out in the piddling rain at half past seven in the morning and queue up like everyone else? As a performer, you can get a, a, a three-year performance visa. Right. So I'm guessing he just renews his every three years. But, but does he, does, I mean, would you go in there and you'd see Paul McCartney taking his belt off as he goes through the metal detector? Yeah. I don't know. I imagine he must do, doesn't he? Can I just say, there's someone emailing me from different email addresses, but they're using the same word, so I know it's them. And they're really upset that the, um, uh, the, 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 the format has no direction. It's just people in the presenter mucking around. Yeah? I don't understand why that's a criticism. Daryl and Arthur and whatever fake name. I don't understand why that is a criticism. Everyone thinks that something needs direction and reason and purpose. I dispute that. I dispute that. What the hell is wrong with dumb and stupid and people messing around and there being no point and no direction and no purpose? So yes, a anonymous emailer using various made-up email accounts write to my boss his name is denny morris write to ofcom write to my agent nick cannon uh, at uh, um, the richard stone partnership write to all these people and tell them you think the show is is pointless and is stupid and they dear listener will agree with you because the show is pointless and it is stupid and there's nothing wrong with that you suckers anyway patrick yes yeah. Oh, speaking of Paul McCartney, I've been listening to some Paul McCartney. The He's good, isn't he? Uh, sorry? He's good, Paul McCartney. Well, no, the thing is, I always, um, I mean, I've always been a huge Beatles fan, and yep. I always felt guilty that I didn't know any of his post-Beatles work, so I started listening to it uh, chronologically from McCartney well, 1. That's, that can be sometimes be a dangerous path to take, but... Oh, God, it's, what a, what a, well, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great back catalogue. Can I recommend yeah. an album that no-one's heard, and it's from the 21st century, and it is absolutely brilliant? Go on. Memory Almost Full. Oh, yeah, I bought the box set the other day, actually. Oh, honestly, what do you uh, mean the box set? Of that? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a DVD-shaped cardboard Oh, mate, honestly... Yeah, it yeah. is such a good album, and it's from about 2005, and it must have sold all of 36 copies. <laughs> it is absolutely brilliant. And he's got an old man voice, and, you know, people... Uh, but I still think his voice is great. And the songs on there are just stunning. Oh, well, you know, I haven't got to that yet, because I've been, um... You're doing it properly. Well, I'm doing it properly, <laughs> but I, 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 I just keep getting stuck on records, because I love them so much. Good, good. Oh, that's good. Red Rose, Red Rose Speedway by Wings is... It's such a beautiful record, you know? I do not know, and I... I unfair, un, unfairly maligned band. Yeah, I'm, very much so, and I don't know, because I think you have to tread a bit carefully with some of his solo stuff, as you do with all of them, but um, I, I don't know that much solo stuff. Have you seen the um, picture of him dressed up as a pirate? Yeah, I have. For the new um, um, uh, movie, the new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean film? Yeah, I thought that was quite clever casting, because, you know, when I think of McCartney, I... I you know, I, I think of people with one leg and hordes of treasure. Steady, steady on, steady on. We, I think we could just about get away with that. Okay. Yeah, but he's good, he's good, Paul McCartney. I like Paul. I even yeah. like the movie Give My Regards to Broad Street. Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's terrible, but it's brilliant. <laughs> the song Ballroom, the whole yeah. ballroom dancing yeah. skit is wonderful. Flowers in the Dirt's a good record. I bought that in about 88 or whenever that came yeah, out. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. my a mate taped it for me when that came out. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one with Elvis <laughs> Costello, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. A couple of his... Tw- new, the one from about three or four years ago, is, is pretty good. Um, um, and uh, Chaos and Creation in the Backyard is another good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Again, from the 21st century. Who'd have thought Paul McCartney would be... And every time he gets a new album out, people go, Oh, God, isn't it about time that someone told him to stop? No! No! You keep... You keep knocking... I think it's brilliant that he'll knock an album out every 18 months. You keep doing it, Paul. Come on! Yeah. Do you know what? Controversially, I will will say that I think the best McCartney solo work stands up with the best of the, his work with the Beatles. Patrick, I'm, do you know what? I'm joining yeah. you. I'm, coming, I'm crossing over to your Thank side you. of that line in the sand, because yeah, right. I agree with you. I think, he's, I think he's brilliant, and it's really, really easy to knock him, and we shouldn't knock him, because he is one of the greatest songwriters that ever lived. He's still alive, and he's still turning out cl- classic songs. Here, here. Here, here. Anyway, anyway who's, who's effed you over? The, the embassy was. Yes. Um, I've been told I have to go for an interview at the embassy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is it an interview? What is it? Is it just a formality? What it's, do you have to do there? You have to... Uh, it, it, it's boring and it's easy and it takes about two hours. You have to queue okay, up, right. then you go and see some uh, English kid who uh-huh. looks at your documents and they go, yeah, that's fine, all right, um, yeah, you need to go and have an interview, and you go and stand in a booth, and right. the woman... Because I was behind this guy, um, and... Um, uh, the woman tries to catch you out. She goes, so why... She said to this guy, why... why She's American. Why are you uh, going to the States? And this guy goes, I'm in a band. He's in a band, right? I've never heard... And she Googled them. She Googled yeah. the band. L.A. Salami. What a, na- <laughs> what, a, what a name for a band. And she's going, what's the band card? He went, um, it's L.A. Salami. L.A. as in <laughs> Los Angeles and Salami as in the spiced meat. And so she's there, she's, so she's there googling it. And she did the same with me. So why are you going to the States? I said, oh, we're going to do some radio shows over there. Oh, what are you covering? And I said, oh, we're just going over there to get the vibe. She went, what do you mean the vibe? The political vibe? And I went, no, no, no. We just want to go and talk to people. What about politics? Kept going politics. I was going, no, no, no. We just want to go and, um, I did, well, I nearly said, look, we just want to go there on a jolly love. Just, just, just stamp the, the passport and, 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 you know, let's, let, let's crack on. And I had to go, no, no, we want to go over to New York and, um, you know, share what a great, vibrant city it is and, uh, get some stories of some real people that, that, that live out there. Um, and then she, then she went, okay, well, your visa has been accepted. And she Googled me as well to see who I was. Your visa has been accepted and we'll be in the post soon. And that's it. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretty straightforward. If you fail it, then you're a loser. But you you do, on that form you fill in, the one-sixth or whatever it is, you oh, do yeah. have to do all the cliché things. Have you ever been a member of a terrorist organisation? Have you ever yeah. been a drug addict? Have you ever been in prison for murder? Have you ever been a communist? Have you ever made a bomb? Well, you have yeah. to answer all these questions. It's incredible. I know, I know. Well, well what are you going over there for, uh, Patrick, to um, uh, make a bomb? Hopefully a tidy sum, but yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Who 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 effed you over, Patrick? Oh God, it was about ten years ago. But I was out with my two great chums. Can I name and shame them? Oh, please do. Yes, that's what this show is all about: naming and shaming people. Okay, well, uh, Rob Robert Swallow. He lives in Hertfordshire, and he spent ten years of his life working in a balloon factory. Can you believe that? That's in that's a balloon factory. He works in a balloon factory. Rob Swallow. Okay. Uh, and Ian Johnson. Ian Swallow Johnson. and Johnson. They sound like a couple Swallow of um, Victorian uh, grave robbers. Yeah. Don't they? <laughs> Swallow and Johnson. But we've been out for a few drinks. and, uh, and Well, we they sound like, um, like a, a, a menu, um, a, a whorehouse. Uh, you, <laughs> we can have a Swallow for 20 or a Johnson for 30. <laughs> so, it's like the phrase whorehouse. Oh, well, I was out with Swallow and Johnson. Yes. And... Um, 
I went and had a few drinks, and we ended up in the in um, in, uh, in in Harlow Town Centre. <laughs> well, Harlow. Terrible... Have you been to Harlow? I, yes, I have family who, yeah. who live in Harlow. It's a, it's an unpleasant place. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we ended up in Harlow Town Centre. Yes. And uh, in favourite chicken and rib Ooh. restaurant, you yes. know, as you do at about one o'clock in the morning. Yes. For a chicken burger on your way home. Yes. Uh, and I was attacked at the counter. I was I was, I was exchanging pleasantries with a, a girl, you know, at the the the, 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 the uh, at the counter. Yes. And her, her, her boyfriend took umbrage. He was a big, a big, a big meathead of a man. Yes. And, um, and he, he turned around and headbutted me. Oh! It's, it's the only time in my life I've, I've, I've had a, a, any part of my body broken. Yeah. And, um, and, and he just he headbutted me in the nose. My, my face exploded. And I was knocked unconscious. And, and blood was every. It just Wowzers. blood flew everywhere, you know. It, yeah. it was awful. And. Um, and uh, I, I was—I I, I must have been unconscious, but I don't know for how long. Maybe two seconds, or maybe twenty seconds. I don't know. Yes. And um, Swallow and Johnson scarfed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute cowards! What scumbags! I know. I know. But I mean, when I came to the chap that did it, had also disappeared as well. But these. So who helped you then with your your nose b- b- burst and all over me. the kebab shop? Nobody helped me. Really? Yeah, nobody. What? So you what? You what did you do? Did you get up and I bet you even paid for the chips as well, didn't you? I, I didn't eat any. I hadn't been served. But well, you just got up with your hand over your nose and walked out. No, no, no. I, I went to the, the toilets. I remember going to the bathrooms behind the the back of the restaurant, and um, yeah. and. Uh, and just looked at my face in the mirror and, and thought, oh, my God, it looked like somebody had thrown a, you know, a bucket of... Wowzers. Well, Swallow and Johnson, if I ever um, uh, yeah. run into those two individuals, yeah. you, um, you, you mark my words, they're in very big trouble. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you, Patrick. It's a, I'm, I'm glad thank we got you, there yeah. in the end. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Izzy on the phones this evening for a Monday of all things. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to the show in all manner of ways. Let me give you some of the ways in which you can listen. You can, of course, go to the Talk Radio website, talkradio.co.uk. You can download a smartphone app or you can retune your DAB radios. Now, uh, we, of course, do a daily podcast and we will continue to do a daily podcast. And if we have a guest on, we will then do a, a separate podcast. But, 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 the powers that be have sent out a very strongly worded email. Very strongly worded email saying all podcasts can be no longer than 30 minutes. So from now on, we will be releasing five podcasts a day. We won't. We won't. But we've been told we've been told off. All podcasts can be no longer than 30 minutes. What what you going to do? What you going to do? It's not my call. So. Um, you can download the podcast, of course, from iTunes and your usual podcast providers. Uh, there is also a Listen Again feature on the Talk Radio website. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee, um, tomorrow I'll post a little video. I've posted it before. I've got wet hair in it. I'll post a little video of how you can um, uh, 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 activate the Listen Again uh, feature because some of you are, are morons and uh, found it really difficult to do. And I, I, I don't know why because it's, it's dead easy. All right. It's dead easy. So we will um, do that, dear listener. You can, of course, watch the show this evening. I I believe we have got the audio and the pictures synced up perfectly. If you go to YouTube.com slash rabbit hole, you can uh, watch the show and you can talk to other people and chat to other people and all of that stuff. It's also the place to go. 
to see the um, uh, Keith um, fast running video, and it's we're up to something like three thousand views, just shy of three thousand views. Also, and, and Christian, I'll come to you in a second. Sorry, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing a train of thought. You know, um. Uh, I recorded that song with Nigel from Maidstone, um, Lindsay Lohan. I'm knocking one out to Lindsay Lohan. Or was it Miley Stiley? Anyway, I can't remember one of them. Um, and uh, uh, Dan, the DJ, mixed it. And uh, my mate Jeff uh, did a brilliant animation. And I think it's been on Jeff's YouTube channel for ages and ages and ages and ages, months. I think it's the Miley Cyrus one. And um, as of today, after about six months of being online it had about a thousand views right this morning and then he sent me a message about seven saying i don't know what's going on this this uh, miley cyrus has gone from a thousand to three thousand views in a day and then he sent me a message an hour later saying it's gone to over ten thousand views what the hell is going on what the hell is going on? And do you know how many pennies I get per view? Zero. Zero pennies, dear listener. Christian! Hi there. Yeah, I think I'm 9,000 of those views. Oh, I see. You're one of yeah. them. I've been found out. You've been you've been <laughs> outed, Christian. What have you got for us, boss? Uh, just before I go into it, I've got to agree with you on the uh, Memory Almost Full. That's a brilliant album. Oh, it is ab- Honestly, and a mate bought it for me for a birthday once, and I saw it and I went, oh yeah, thanks man, cheers. And I didn't listen to it for ages. And then one day it, it was just like, oh, I'm going to put this on. And I was absolutely blown away by it. It's one of the shortest songs at the end that nod your head. Yeah! And it gets me going so much. I used to listen on the school bus. And, and no one had a clue why I was still listening to Paul McCartney. Yeah. I was like, this is his new album. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, is that the one that's also... I get a bit confused. Is that the album that's got, um... I got a lot on my plate. What's it clear and... What's it called? Ever Present Past. Ever Present Past. That's a brilliant song. I, Absolutely I, I one of his that. best. I saw them doing it on one of the panel shows, and I think that video came up. And they took the mic. I was like, that's a good song. <laughs> my um, my mate is in one of Paul McCartney's videos, and I think it's a song from that album. Is it? Um, every it's not it's not one of the best songs. Everybody's going to dance tonight. You know that one? Everybody's oh, the postman. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, my, my my mate played the postman. And, oh, brilliant! And it's the and, it, and I said, what was it? And it, he sort of became friends with McCartney for a bit, and went out would go out for dinner with him and stuff. I don't know if they still are. And uh, I said, well, what was it like? Tell me, come tell me, what was it like working with a Beatle? And he said, well, Paul's lovely, right? But he's, a, he's, he's not the best actor, because when, when you're improvising, right, if we were improvising a scene, I would say something like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? And you, if you were a good improviser, would go, yes, I'll have a cup of tea with, with two lumps of sugar. I believe you were in town today. And I would go, yes, I was in town. I'm glad you mentioned that. But McCartney was doing this thing called blocking. So, uh, Mackenzie would say something like, do you want a cup of tea? And Paul McCartney would go, no. <laughs> and he'd go, oh, well, I, I believe I saw you in town today. No, it wasn't me. So he said it was tricky. <laughs> but <laughs> but he was he worked with a Beatle. And it really is, you know. That, that's all I base my friendships on. If they've worked with a Beatle, they go way up the, uh, they go way up the list. It's a bit like Liam Neeson when he's trying to do the comedy in uh, Life's Too Short. 
What's live? Uh, oh, I've, oh the, I've not seen. I've not. I've not seen that. I do like oh, a bit of Liam brilliant. Neeson, even though I blanched at watching. I've, I've, I've completed Netflix. I've completed it, <laughs> and um, Taken Taken Three came up, and I thought, even I'm not that desperate. Oh. I watched a really good documentary. Actually, I watched the one about Roger Stone, and I watched one that everyone said I should have watched ages ago, and I did them. And it's about the. It's about Atari, and about oh, yeah. uh, the um, a one million ET cartridges being buried in a landfill in Mexico, <laughs> and um, and it's brilliant. It's a great little film. I started that, and I really couldn't get into it. I think it's probably because Atari was a bit before my time. Yeah, no, I, I did because I'd interviewed. Uh, well, I'd interviewed Nolan Bushnell before, who's the guy who um, created Atari. Catherine, Nolan Bushnell, let's see if we can get him on the show. It's unlikely, but he basically, you, if you bend some of the facts, he basically invented video games, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. He invented Atari, and he's a legend, and I've interviewed him before. And he was, um, I, I, But no, Atari kind of was my time, so I did get very excited seeing all these, the, the footage of these, um, you know, these stoner kids in the 70s who were, <laughs> you know, who were, who were basically building, you know, if it hadn't been for them, we wouldn't have Xbox Ones and PlayStation 4s and, you know, all of that stuff. And it was these these stoner kids in, in, in California that were doing it, and, you know, we, we owe them our lives. They've stolen my social life. How dare they? Yeah, I know, exactly. I've done a terrible thing. Um... For a man approaching 44, I treated myself to some um, gaming headphones, right? Um, so that Because I like... Sometimes when I go home, I like to play a little bit of Rainbow Six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm aware that I can't really have it above a whisper because it will disturb everyone else. So <laughs> I bought these headphones so I can have it blasting, f- full blast in my ears. You got one of those rolly chairs that let you move around <laughs> with it. As well. one, I've not got one of those yet. Yeah. Yet. Okay. But it's, it's coming, Christian. It's coming. Go on, what have you called in for, boss? Okay, yeah. Uh, well, it was about uh, friends who, who kind of. Um, Effed you, you know, over. Do, do, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And shame on they, the, well. what, what, what we're now calling, and I've just looked at this online, and this has apparently become a thing. It's now called doing a calf. <laughs> yeah. well, I've, I've got a few calves in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll name him. Sean, uh, our birthdays are quite close. He's, he's, a, he's my best mate, he still is. Uh, we've known each other since day one of university, St. Thomas and everything. Yeah. And uh, we got to the end of uni, we were working in Newcastle uh, for, the, for the summer together. Yeah. And because our birthdays were so close, obviously the end of uni, um, both 21, we were turning 21 within about three days of each other. So yeah. I thought, oh, brilliant. Uh, we can finally do a, a big uh, get-together. Perfect. Because uh, this is the first summer we'd really been able to spend it together as well. Perfect. And there was all this talk. A couple of our mates were involved because they were working with us as well. We thought, yeah, yeah, big, big, big party, big do. I come in one morning to work, and lo and behold, I've been on Facebook. I've woken up, seen on Facebook, he's made an event. And my birthday is the 17th of August. Yeah. This is the 20th. Where does he put it? 16th of August. What? So, yeah, I, I turned 21 at my best mate's birthday party. But, hang on a minute. I'm confused. So your okay. birthday was on the 17th? Yes, that's right. What day of the week was that? Oh, blimey. Um, I was really drunk at the time. Okay. I think it was a, I think it was a uh, Sunday. It was a Sunday. All right, and his was the 20th. Yeah, but he threw a separate. He, he wouldn't what? He wouldn't combine the birthday parties. Well, here's the thing. Um, he moved 
the suggested date, which was after the 20th, mm. because his girlfriend couldn't make it. So it got moved to the night before I was due to turn, turn 21 on the 16th, which was a Saturday night, and my plans just kind of fell apart. So but could you, not, could, could you not have had it as a joint birthday party? Well, it was a family thing for him, and, you know, it was like grandparents. Low blow. Low blow. My family don't tend to do that type of thing. And, you know, I've never been as fond of of huge birthdays unless it's like a surprise, which still isn't yet. It's yet to happen. So if any family are listening, then please do. Yeah. But, yeah, it it was like, it was like, all right, kicking, you know, you know where. But at the same time, it was like, oh, man, really? And then everyone who'd been there was so hungover, including him, that when it came to my little thing, which I organised on the side the night after, they were so hungover, they couldn't do anything. And I was like, I ended up going out with about six people. It was was What's this loser's name? Uh, It's Sean. Sean, absolute. What a a scumbag. Are you still in touch with him? (laughs) Oh, yeah, to be fair, we're we're still really good mates. And, um, you know, there's there's times when we'll we'll get each other, but it happened again recently. Yeah, of course it did, mate, because he's got away with it once, he'll do it again. He's oh, using yeah. you, he's oh. using you, you're like, um, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think of the phrase when someone tramples all over you, but I can't, but that's what you doormat. are. Doormat. Yeah, you're, that's it, thank you, you're a doormat. <laughs> you're a doormat, Christian. I'm just a nice person, I hope. Oh, man, alive. <laughs> you want to stitch him up by um, sleeping with his girlfriend or something? Oh, no, don't worry. I've got his best uh, best man speech planned, and it's gonna it's gonna ruin him one day. Yeah, he's, you, you, and you, then he won't pick me. He won't pick me. That's no, exactly. He's not. This is it. Man. This is it. You're assuming you're going to be the best man. He <laughs> won't pick you. He yeah. won't pick Dormat Chris. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my uh, tombstone now. Christian, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We were speaking about McCartney. There are all these brilliant pictures of him. I mean, the new Pirates film is supposed to be a bit bit pony. I mean, it's had um, it's had an absolute um, uh, drubbing, and they're using it as um, a way to um, have a go at Johnny Depp and say he's past it. I don't, I don't think he is, but I'm just showing. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the picture of McCartney as um, a pirate. I love it. I think he looks brilliant. I mean, he can't. McCartney can't act, right? Uh, if you've ever seen "Give My Regards to Broad Street," you will know that he cannot. And any of the Beatles films, but in the Beatles films, they've all got this kind of bumbling naive charm if you watch i mean my fa- the, the, the the best beatles film is a hard day's night my favorite is help even though it's got v- really weird washed out colors and it's a little bit racist um but it, uh, it it's my favorite because you, you you see the beatles pad where all four beatles live together and they, they it's this street of terraced houses and they all live next door to each other like ant and deck but then when they go in the house it's all just one big house. It's beautifully done. Beautifully done. And uh, what is particularly amusing about the film is that just before the um, filming of uh, Help, they had discovered marijuana. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, you look in there, you look in John Lennon's dead eyes throughout that film, just g- glazed 
over glossy stare that he's got. But I think he's a very funny... Oops, Charlie, Charlie, oops, Charlie, oops, Charlie, Charlie, oops. I love it. I love it. 0344 499 1000. For the first time in an hour and a half on a Monday evening, the switchboard is absolutely empty. I'm going to show you the switchboard there. It is absolutely empty, dear listener. So now would be an excellent time to pick up the telephone and give us a call. 0344 499 1000. Don't forget to tick your radio diaries. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What the hell was... Um, I was listening to Howard's show last night, and um, what were they talking about? There was a real... Oh, no! Oh, they had quite a good guest on, actually. They had, he had quite a good guest. Howard Hughes, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, um, the Bullshine Show. And um, he had quite a good guest on. He had um, this woman who'd written a book about UFOs. Um, and she had interviewed, like, proper people that had seen UFOs, including pilots. There's, and there's a brilliant account of a UFO that was spotted by um, a British pilot as he flew from the Channel Islands... Um, over the English Channel to, I don't know, England. And, um, and he saw this thing and he, he cacked his pants. Absolutely cacked his pants. And she's written this book and she's interviewed all these pilots and it sounded really good. Is that, it was, it was, it was a decent guest that you could kind of, cause normally, I, I love listening to Howard's show, but quite often there's someone on there going, oh, well, come on, mate. There was one fella on a few weeks ago. And he was talking about how he was part of a secret army that had been to the dark side of the moon and Mars, right? And that there was a secret army base up there. And they had, like, these big robot suits that you climbed into and you, it was, like, training. Um, uh, and uh, he said, all of, this stuff is, uh, all of this stuff is visible from Earth. Well, why can't we see it? Why can't we see it? Said Howard. He went, oh, well, cloaking devices. <laughs> And before he said it, I knew he, I said, he's going to say cloaking, cloaking devices. Oh, right. Yeah. Clo- right. So all this stuff is visible from Earth, apart from the massive cloaking devices that, right. Okay. And we just sat there going, Jimmy Hill, chinny wreck on. But this woman last night was actually, was, 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 you know, didn't sound like a loon, <laughs> a loony. I've started, and it's it's probably one of those words you shouldn't say, but I've started um, using the word loony again. And you're probably, you're probably not supposed to say loony, but um, it's a very old-fashioned English word. Uh, uh, the reason I'm using it is because I was listening to um, uh, um, Alan Bennett diaries from, uh, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. And he talks, and the woman got on the bus and she was a loony. And I just, and it just thought, oh, a loony is brilliant. And there's, they, they used loony in Monty Python a lot, didn't they? There's one bit, there's one bit where one of, what is it? It's Graham Chapman talking to Michael Palin. And Michael Palin goes, you're a loony, aren't you? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're a loony. And I cannot for the life of me remember what the sketch is. But that delicious word, loony. And we're not supposed to say it, lunatic. We're not supposed to say it. You're a loony. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're a loony. 0344 
499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call an hour and a half into the show and uh, we suddenly hit cruise. Now, there's this story in the papers. I'll go through the papers a bit and uh, if you want to chip in, dear listener, you're more than welcome to. And if you don't want to chip in, well, I'll be all right. I'll sit here and, um, and do this. There's this story that I'm finding fascinating and it's going to end badly. There is no way this story will not end badly. It's the story about the missing dog and sheep. We, we, we talked about this last week. Do you remember? Um, well, the story is the story now. And it's the, the, the male are, are really going all in on this, really putting all their, their chips on black. The story is written by three people. Um, and it, I just <laughs> missing Bella and Blake. Now, I think Bella is the lamb and Blake is the dog that's probably eaten Bella. That's what I think has happened. They dodge our drone, but lamb and dog footprints found in wood. I mean, for, oh, come on, man. They're dead. They are, they are dead. Would you think they're off just, just making love and getting to Gretna Green? Is that what you think's happening? Gretna Green. The mystery, so, oh, 0344 499 by the way. How many phone calls have we had so far, Kath, in the first 90 minutes of the show? Eight. That's, what is that? Eight. Eight. Some shows don't get any, some get two in, in two and a half hours. We've had eight in 90 minutes. The mystery surrounding the disappearance of Blake the dog and Bella the lamb deepened last night as a heat-seeking drone failed to spot signs of the animal friends. Well, how is, um, how is the mystery deepened? It's not deepened. You sent a drone up and no, you didn't find anything. That's not a deepening of the mystery. That means the mystery is at the same place it was before. There is no deepening of the mystery here, guys. Jeez. Um, <laughs> the nation is Desperate for news of the sheep, dog and lamb who ran off together on Monday last week. The nation, that's you, is desperate for news. Just as the hunt for the Tamworth 2, who remembers the Tamworth 2? Remember those guys? Remember those? No? Pigs that escaped an abattoir caught Britain's imaginations in 1998. Was it really 20? It's almost the 20th anniversary of the Tamworth 2. The hunt for the one-year-old Border Collie Cross and five-week-old lamb has sparked a similar response. Although hoof and paw prints, as well as animal droppings, have been found, there have been no positive sightings. Could be a suicide pact. Could be. Um, Blake and Bella disappeared from owner Natalie Haywood's garden. And since then, volunteers, park rangers, and even even professional pet detectives with sniffer dogs have been wasting their time looking for them. Posters have been plastered on trees near Miss Hayward's home in the village of Pearlthorpe, Nottinghamshire, and thousands have shared details of the missing pets via social media. 
Oh, Jesus. He gets everywhere! Even television presenter and habitual bridge walker Philip Schofield pledged a £1,000 reward to anyone who finds the pair following an appeal live on this morning. Why, why were, <laughs> is, uh, were they on this morning hoping that the dog and the lamb were shacked up in some B&B somewhere watching daytime TV? In a bid to entice them home... Miss Hayward and her partner mechanic, Jordan Knight, 22. It's always the dad! It's always the dad or the stepdad! You mark my words. It always is, isn't it? You watch those press conferences. Although I'm sure it's not in this instance, he said, just to clear himself out of any legal minefield. I'm sure Mr Knight is as upset and as anxious as all of us are. But it is, it's always... Honestly, you see those press conferences... Uh, yeah, Jordan Knight, yeah, he's one of the new kids, yeah. The one I used to look like. You see those press conferences and we all, we're all sat there thinking, oh, stepdad. Oh. Uh. Um, all, to, to tempt them home, they held a barbecue and camped out with friends on Saturday evening, hoping Blake would be attracted to the smell of sausages. Nah, he's got fresh lamb. <laughs> he has, he's got fresh lamb. He's not going to want some crappy old bee jams, uh, Iceland sausages. Although I'm sure Iceland sausages are delicious. The couple, who have two young children, hmm, I wonder how old their kids are, maybe they did it, have also continued to lay out Bella's favourite food. Right, here we go. Cheerios. I think I know why this dog ran away with a delicious lamb. You can't feed a dog Cheerios. That's the breakfast cereal, isn't it, Cheerios? You can't feed a dog, you can't give a baby booze. You can't feed a dog Cheerios. Um, oh no, hang on. Bella's. Oh god, I'm so confused. Bella's the sheep. All right. So, well, maybe you can give. Maybe you can give a sheep Cheerios. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know what what sheep eat. I know what dogs eat. Sheep. Neither strategy has worked. On Saturday, the Daily Mail took a break from being massively racist and sent up a drone with thermal imaging cameras to scour the dense woodland of Sherwood Forest and the dense brains of Daily Mail readers. It was sent on 15 separate 10-minute flights. If a drone does 15 flights at 10 minutes each, it's about an hour, buzzing at 400 feet over several square miles. Although it failed to spot the pair, Sniffer dogs picked up a fresh scent, and more hoof and paw prints were discovered. Mr Knight said, it, it's a shame, it's a shame that the, I'm still carrying on the new kids on the block thing. It's a shame that the drone didn't pick anything up, but it's a large area, man. It was a long shot. The guy gave it a good go. He was out there for about uh, seven hours. I'm more positive about the fact we found fresh paw and hoof prints. We show they're still on the move. We are staying optimistic. And I hope we find those little critters before I do another tour with my band, New Kids on the Block, and the Backstreet Boys, like we did a few years ago. They did do a few years ago where they joined together to make the uh, ultimate boy band. And surely the ultimate target for any terrorist attack. 
Blake and Bella have been inseparable since Miss Hayward adopted the lamb when she was rejected by her mother at two days old. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, no, the lamb was rejected, not the woman. Despite the lack of sightings, Miss Hayward remains upbeat. However, yesterday she admitted, We're all absolutely exhausted. We haven't really slept since Thursday. The sniffer dogs have worked well, and we've set up some scent trails with chicken and water from where Blake was last scented. Our friend has also got motion cameras set up. Pet detective, Ace Ventura, no! Pet detective and wildlife warden Phoebe Cooper, 73, hmm, as Cooper, whose 10-year-old dog Whisper, spelt in the same way as the chocolate bar, a German pointer lurcher cross, has been helping with the search, said a resourceful dog can survive for months in such circumstances. Well, yeah, particularly when it's got its lunch walking beside it. It can survive flipping ages. It's very much a waiting game. It can take months. Dead. I, I'm sorry, someone's pets. Dead. Um, 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Dear listener, dear listener, dear listener, um, uh, the, the trip to New York gets ever, ever closer. It's happening, it's happening soon, and it's going to be astounding. We have our visas, we are now legit. We fly out there on Sunday the 11th, is it? I get excited, is it the 11th or 12th? Sunday the 11th of, of June, um, and we are doing five three-hour shows throughout that week, and then we come back on the Saturday. Goodness knows why we didn't decide to fly out on a Saturday and come back on a Sunday. I don't know why, because we're stupid. Um, but, 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 because, well, it doesn't matter. Um, but it is going to be five action-packed shows, and they're going to be really different. They're going to be significantly different from this show, from 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 the normal format. And I know that, um, as a, you know, I'm a radio geek. Right? Let's, let, let's have a little talk heart to heart. I'm a radio geek, and sometimes uh, the worst thing that can happen to a radio geek is when you tune on to hear your favourite radio presenter and they're either um, sacked or they're on holiday and it's someone filling in. And I always feel um, personally aggrieved and angry with the person. Who's, so that's a bad thing. Another thing I dislike about radio shows is when, for whatever reason, they completely change the format. Well, guys, when we go to New York, we're going to completely change the format. But it's only for five shows, right? And me and Kath have talked about this a lot. It's only for five shows, and it, it will be different. There will be elements for you to phone in, okay? There, it, but it will not... And it will still be nonsense, and it will still be stupid, and you can still phone in and, and, and make fart noises down the line. You can still do all that. But it, that's not going to be the whole purpose of the show. There's no point in me in us going to New York um, and doing this show for three hours over there. There's no point. We, we might as well stay at home and, 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 and say we're in New York and, 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 and trouser the money. Um, no, the, 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 what we are determined to do, me, me, Kath and Ed, is we are determined to bring New York to you. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be full of um, accents, all kinds of accents, because New York is like London. It's, we're going to get New Yorkers, we're going to get Irish, we're going to get Indian, we're going to get Pakistani, Italian, Greek, all kinds of text, all, all kinds of voices. Okay, so the, the, the point is to go and get as many stories as we can from as many different 
people and share those stories uh, with you. We've got some brilliant, we've got three locations to do the shows in, so we only need to find two more, and I'm kind of quite happy to, 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 to secure those locations when, they're, when we're out there. Um, we have got um, a brilliant uh, restaurant where they, they serve you food by the pound. You, you are, they, they weigh your food. Can I get three pounds of it? And they weigh it. So we, we're doing it from there, hopefully. Uh, we're doing one show from WFMU, which is the coolest radio station in the world. Absolutely cool. And in fact, an hour of this show is going to be me and Kath as a guest on a show from WFMU. So I don't quite know how we're going to do it. And it might be a nightmare with the ads. That's, that's, uh, Ed's job. And we'll bring back a, 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 a giant Toblerone or something to say thank you, because he's going to be working bloody hard. We'll bring you a little something, of course we will. Um, so, so an hour of this show is going to be me and Kath as guests on someone else's show, and then we'll fit our show either side of it. It's the middle hour, the, the 11 till 12. Um, and uh, 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 the third one is, is a studio, which will be kind of sterile, but it, it will still be cool, and we'll have just been a guest on someone else's podcast. So um, it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. My suggestions are... You follow me on Twitter, okay? Because we are going to be, as well as doing the radio show, we will be, um, throughout the day, when we go and interview people and meet people, we're going to film stuff, we're going to stream stuff on Periscope, stream stuff on YouTube and, and, and Facebook Live, um, and it can happen at any time. So my suggestions to you are, follow me on all your social medias. At Ian Lee on Twitter, I-A-I-N-L-E-E at Ian Lee. Facebook.com slash Ian Lee. These are all dead simple. It's just my name. And at last, a, a part of the... Inst- I mean, I'm on Instagram. I'm on it. Turns out, here's the thing, guys. I, I, I don't remember doing this. But 242 weeks ago, and I know that because it says, apparently I set up an Instagram account. Instagram.com slash Ian Lee. And someone very kindly pointed out about two months ago, they said, um, Ian, you know you've got an Instagram account with pictures of your kids on there. And I'm very protective of my kids. I never mention their names. Maybe once or twice I've mentioned them by mistake. And I certainly never... I'm not one of these... these um, uh, 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 I don't want to say celebrity. One of these people that's in the, in the public eye that shows off my kids and here's pictures of my... I don't do that. I don't do... I, or go. Imagine doing... Imagine being a radio host and then, like, you, you're, you're doing an advert for Sainsbury's or something and you put your kids in it. Why would you do that? My kids are private. If when they get to 18, they go... I fancy a bit of what you're doing, Dad. Can you give us a hand? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to pull every nepotism string I can if I have any influence left then. And if that's the career they choose to follow, then boom, then then I will help them. Until the age of 18, I don't think it's my right to dangle them in, in, in public and, and uh, uh, let people see them. None of your business. Private. And they're not old enough to make that decision for themselves. So someone got in touch and said, Ian, You've got an Instagram page with pictures of your kids. And I went and looked at it, and it was. And it was um, uh, uh, pictures of my youngest when he had chicken pox. So I mean, some really good pictures. But and I was thinking, oh, God. And um, I tried to log into the Instagram account using all of the passwords I have, which is four. I have four passwords. And they're all variations, and they generally end 69 after Bill and Ted. And I couldn't get in. And so I got in touch with um, my mate Will, who's one of the, a one of the nicest people you can meet, and be a technical wizard. I said, "Well, well, well, I, I can't get into this." And he said, "Well, it's going to be tricky because Instagram have this um, thing: if you are locked out of your Instagram account, you are locked out of your Instagram account, and there ain't nothing that you can do about it." All right, well, okay, fair enough. Then, I, if I'm honest, I forgot about it until this weekend, um, and I was thinking of ways we can publicise this show. 
publicised the rabbit hole, and I thought, oh, Instagram. Oh, no, there's that page with my kids on. And I went, and it was still there, and I got in touch with Will, and Will said, I'll be honest, I've kind of tried everything. I have nothing more I can do. And I thought, balls. So I went on Twitter. I I didn't want to make a thing about it, because I didn't want you all to find the pictures of my kids. Beautiful kids, but none of your business. So I went on Twitter and said, guys, I'm I'm locked out of an Instagram account. Is there anything I can do? And it has to be said... I, I can't remember anybody's name that helped me, which is, I can remember a couple of them actually. But there was one young lady who was following me, who I think she's a photographer. I can't remember her name, but she put me in touch with, um, do you know, I, I can't find them. Oh, a lady called Kat, a lady called Kat Molesworth, and a lady called Sarah Tasker. And they kind of like, they're kind of like Instagram and social media experts and she said these people might be able to help you and so I ex- got in touch with these two women and I said this is what's going on is there anything you can do and it you know I, I wouldn't be so anxious but it's my kids and they gave me a couple of emails to uh, try and then someone suggested Ian who works here might have an email so I got all these emails from all these different people that are Instagram and I fired them all off this email and um, one of them stuck and a guy got in touch and said Ian I think we, this was yesterday, I think we can help you, my colleague is in on uh, Monday, we'll see what we can do, and I thought, okay, and then I woke up um, this morning, and I was getting emails from this guy going, Ian, okay, I just need to know this, this, and this, and if you can just give us this bit of information, and then by midday, I'd got access to the Instagram account, I was in there, I couldn't believe it, guy called Sunil sorted it out in the end, absolute legend, I've, honestly, I've never been so grateful, and I was, and it was, it was set up 242 weeks ago, that's five years, guys, and um, I was able to go in and delete all of those pictures, and take, take back control of my Instagram account, so now I have, let's see how many followers I've got in there now, it's instagram.com slash Ian Lee, let's have a little look, I'm, I'm doing, uh, I don't really know what Instagram is for, <laughs> 211. 211. That's just for posting pictures, isn't it? And um, it, I believe you have to hashtag uh, uh, everything. So the point I'm trying to make is, after that long excursion, um, follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee. Follow me on Facebook.com slash Ian Lee. Follow me on Instagram.com slash Ian Lee. Because you will be getting pings throughout the day and throughout the night as well, uh, uh, um, saying uh, Ian Lee is live, Ian Lee is periscoping, Ian Lee is streaming. You will get all of these pings. Uh, and you are welcome, whether you're at work or at school or at home or whatever, you are welcome to uh, come and join us on, on these different social media platforms and to, uh, uh, to to watch, to join in, to ask questions, to do all these kind of stuff. All the videos we get will eventually go on uh, on Rabbit Hole TV on YouTube. But it, what I'm saying is, as well as the three-hour show between 10 and 1, Monday to Friday, we will be doing stuff throughout the whole day. If we are doing something visual, if we are talking to someone and they are cool with it, the odds are you'll be able to watch it. So what I'm saying is, up yours, Delors. Thank you very much indeed. Right, that's that. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got a little bit sidetracked. I don't know. Can someone explain to me what the point of... Um, Instagram is. I don't know. And I just thought, because I, we, I, we are, you know, pushing this show. I do want to push this show. Um, uh, one of the things, listening to American podcasts, which I am now, because um, 
because uh, we're going to be interviewing some of these people, and I found some wonderful stuff. And so, although I've done it myself, I've done us a disservice because I've had th- three people get in touch saying, "Sorry," and I've not been listening to you for the last couple of weeks because I've been really listening to Beautiful Anonymous. Three people have stopped listening to the show because I recommended a podcast. Unbelievable! But here's the thing, right? That the Americans do so well, and we do so badly. They sell, sell, sell. They are constantly selling themselves. You listen to their podcasts. Boom, they come on and they start selling um, the advertisers. They start selling their merchandise, whether it's caps or bags or T-shirts. They sell their website. Um, uh, 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 at the end, they'll do the full... And they normally have big production teams of like 10, 12 people sometimes. They'll name everybody that's done it. They'll sell their stuff again. They'll sell, say how great it is to be working with their sponsor. And they're, they're really you know pleased that this sponsor... And they'll sell themselves. And they'll tell you all the different places as you can hear the show and we don't do that in this country we don't do that so uh, i am gonna try and do that i'm gonna try and sell the show i'm gonna because no one else is let's be honest the bloody radio station isn't so i am gonna sell this show and it will i think offend some of you on twitter it will i think offend some of you on on facebook and and you know what that's fine mute me unfollow me but it's really dawned on me as my contract clock starts ticking down um, I'm a commodity, man. This show is uh, my product. You know, it is this this show is what feeds my kids and feeds me and puts a roof over my head. And 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 it, I need to sell this show. I need I need to get a bigger audience. I need to get more people aware of it. I need to I, I need to just keep selling it. So I've got no idea where where I got how I got onto this this trip, but. For some reason, I am, and it's now's a good time to stop because we're going to the uh, the break. Another hour to go, dear listener. Um, if you don't, if you just want to hear me chatting to myself, that's absolutely fine. You're more than welcome to. If, however, you'd like to hear different voices, maybe your own voice, may I suggest you pick up the telephone and give me a call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget to tick your Rage Our Diaries late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Last hour of the show, dear listener. Pick up your telephones. Come and join in the fun and the frolics. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, three. 444991000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give me a call, you're more than welcome to. Catherine, why don't you come in and join me? The, 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 the phones have gone uh, a little quiet. I just need to um, plug in my doodars. Where's my doodars? Hang on a minute. I'm going to plug my doodars back in. There we go. There we go. Oh, dear. What have I done? Um... Yes. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. You're more than welcome to. Uh, I need you to... Yeah. Um, get me out. Sorry, I've had to unplug some bits and pieces. 
and I'll tell you what you can do. I haven't got the thing. You'll have to make that camera. You fiddle around with the tripod. Don't force do it. What? Do it well, on me. yeah, put it on you. Why, why the hell not? That's it. You know, that, that just does the thing. You need right. to pick it up and turn it around. I know. It's all go, isn't it? It's all go. But careful because that tripod is broken and it will, if that thing falls out, it will fall. That's it. Then you need to point it at you because you're going to be lower than that. I am. Yeah, there we go. Uh, why, I, I tell you, uh, why, uh, they've stopped calling in, so screw those guys. Screw those guys. They don't want to call in, they don't want to call in. Oh, flipping it. You talk in there. I'll, I'll... I don't know. I... How can you not know when a camera... You need to talk in the microphone, because How can you not know when a camera is on you? I'm not a television person, there I'm a radio Look. person. Bet that is... It wasn't made Move out of the way, screens. Matthew. Thank you. There we go. Right. Right, 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 how to spot a sex predator. Oh. This is very, very useful. Might be a bit late for me. Well, um, men who use crude language on dating apps oh. are more likely to be sex predators, say experts or sexperts. Or common sense people. The chances of their dates being sexually assaulted are three oh. times as high. Oh, blimey. A survey of more than 750 users of Tinder and Bumble. What? I've never heard of Bumble. The hell is Bumble? Have a fumble. Have a Bumble. Um, found found 11% of women had received sexual messages. Oh, come on. It is much more than that. I was going to say just 11. 11% of women had received sexual messages on Tinder and I don't know what Bumble is, but I, I, I've got a feeling... I've got... I, I don't believe that for a second. Right. The thing is, I'm not on either of those sites and I get sexual messages. So, why is this a surprise? Here we go. Oh, hang on a minute. I found 11% of women had received sexual messages and 3% hostile ones before a date. Well, don't... Well, if, don't go out with him then. Yeah, if they're doing hostile ones, then don't go out on a date with him, you muppet. This increased to 29% and 10% in cases where they were physically or sexually assaulted. I don't want to make light of that. Um, the, the university team found men who... I don't understand this. No. Found men who moaned about a lack of success were 40 times more likely to be violent, terrible, abusive, awful, or lecherous. Standard. Yeah, not the... <laughs> I mean... Not, I mean, le- le- not the biggest crime in the world, lecherous. I mean, it's, it's not pleasant, but what, what does what does lecherous actually mean? Well, lecherous means more than Quoi. just, more than flirty. Yeah, but quoi. Is that no, lech- I, is lecherous? That le- is, oh, I, 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 I would... the arse on that. Is that lecherous? I would say lecherous is more space invasion, and handsy. What do they call it? Not safe in cabs. I would say that was abusive. Yeah. So do, touching someone when they don't want to... I'm not making light of this, by the way. I'm genuinely trying to get my head around. Trying to work out the difference. So, so, I, I, so you're saying that touching someone when they don't want to be touched is lecherous. I would say that was abusive, which is already here under violent and abusive. No, but there's a fine... Well, this is the thing. Touching you, like being overly handsy, putting their hand on your back and all that sort of stuff, 
That's not abusive, is it? Oh, like the fellow we used to work with? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's how they get away with it. Yeah. Stu- because because what it is, yeah. they're just blurring the boundaries there. They're just seeing how much they can get away Study with. Study leader, Megan Davis. And this is very, very sensible advice, guys. If you're using sex apps like Tinder or Bumble. Dating apps, you mean? Uh, dating app. Tinder's a sex app, isn't it? Well, yeah, a lot of people. Well. Here's the advice from the Nottingham University study leader, Megan Davis. Oh, again, too late for me. Yeah. She said, people should be cautious of messages with sexual content. They should also avoid meeting people on a whim, I said whim, because they have, quotes, nothing better to do. (laughs) Jeez. Tinder. I mean, that's the swipe. You swipe one way if you don't like them. Which which is which is the good way? I, don't, I, I somebody I don't. had to make jokes about it. So I think I was watching Catfish on the weekend, yeah. and there was a thing: should a swipe left? I think that's no. Okay. Oh, so if you see, you go, oh, you're you're, I'd swipe you right. You're all right. Yeah. Right. You're a bit left, centre. You're going to be left you're on the swiped. shelf. You're you're swipe left. Yeah. I went out with someone very briefly at Nottingham. Um, he was a Greek student. I could never get his name right. No, probably best I don't name him. Um, lot of lot of U's, very I's, and S's in their names. Very handsy. Yeah, they are. Well, they, well, they are. The Greeks and the Italians, very tactile people. Also, very hairy people. You like them hairy, don't you? You like them hairy. Shaved. <laughs> Imagine. And listen, it's gone midnight. If you've got kids listening, I like them dark. Hairy's an option. Why would any man shave their balls? <laughs> Why would never once my balls aren't even that hairy, but never once have I thought, hmm, I'm going to do something with these bad boys. Shave those. I don't. I don't think I've even got any hair on my on my balls. You know what it is? Yeah. There's a whole generation of people growing up now, grown up now. These millennials. Yeah. They wax everything. Yeah. Uh, wax on, wax off, and mm. I. Um, but they've been exposed to different kind of pornography than we were. My um, kids have um, been talking to their friends, and um, God, I, I don't like this. Where this is led from? No, I don't like it. Um, so they, they they learn different words for different things, mm-hmm. and so my youngest now is is. Let, let, just turn this on, please, Ed. My youngest now is. Um, doesn't call we don't call them plums anymore we call them peanuts and then we had a big conversation well, about that's a bit confusing yeah and he he thought peanuts was willy and i said no the peanuts is just your plums your willy is your willy and then i remembered a song oh that my mum used to love and so he's having a bath and i said i've got a song for you son yeah have some of this no song So bearing in mind, my girls would find that hilarious. To a five-year-old, this song is basically testicles. Test it goes on. Testicles, 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 testicles. You're my girl. Testicles, bowl, balls, bowl, uh, uh, balls, big balls. Peanuts. Yes, you're my girl. Love you 
we had to stop the song when he got out of the bath and said, Daddy, I've got a good dance for that. Oh, and, no. And it's just basically him shaking his, <laughs> his um, peanuts. My so daughters learnt the word penis Ooh. around the time we went to see that cartoon with Charlie Brown and Snoopy in it. Oh, so terrible. It's a peanuts movie hilarious to them i mean they're the only ones who uh, laughed at it it was that was boring that film wasn't it <laughs> who's this person someone keeps emailing uh, clive we, we can't get through to you because this person keeps emailing from different accounts oh I've seen. now they're doing a pretending to be a woman i stumbled on this show and never heard such chatting about nothing at all i don't get it i'm switching back to decent presenters shave what? shave your balls it's bollocks radio now wow uh, fair play um I, i've i have often said right i've often said this I would have so much more respect for politicians if um, they stood up in the Houses of Parliament and went, Theresa May, you are talking effing balls. Or if she got up and she went, Corbyn, you're a knob. And did that. <laughs> and she did that. I would have so much more respect for them if they took... One of them did it at the weekend. Oh, really? Did you see? Yeah, it was... Um, the. I think... I, I don't... I don't yeah. uh, it was the Labour defence... So Shadow Defence was on, I think, Andrew Marr, one of those shows, with the Conservative Defence. Uh-huh. And he called her out on something, and she went, you are talking absolute bollocks <laughs> on the thing! And I just thought, The Tory yes. said it. No, the, the Labour said uh. it to the Tory. And I, I but whoever, whatever part, instantly, my respect for that person went, because they're speaking like a real, how real people speak. And I've, I've said this so many times. If they, if they came out, switch this off, if they came out and, and spoke like that and said, you're talking, you're talking S, you absolute dipsh. I would, I would have some, whatever party that, even if it was UKIP, and you would expect it of UKIP, you would expect Paul Nuttall to come out and go, well, um, Theresa May is a right old, w- 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 you know, or, and I would respect him for it. Or if the Greens, the Greens came out and oh. said, you know what, all the other parties, tossers. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> the, the Lib Dems would never do it. The Lib Lib Dems would never. They'd be too polite, and because he's a Christian, so they go, "Well, I, th- I think Theresa May's a, a right old windbag." Oh, well, I've known some Christians in my time, and they've got a filthy mouth. Well, they got they got me the sack, but <laughs> but 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 it, well, it doesn't matter what. But, I, but it was so refreshing to see a politician having a go at B politician, and B politician. Calling them out and swearing on live TV. Beautiful. More of that, please, from all of them. Because I don't buy any of them, right? Because you've got... Um, and I know you've got to be careful, we've got to mention them all, but you've got your, your strong, as soon as the strong and stable comes, they go, oh my god. And then you've got the Corbyns coming out with their, their kind of, their, and then the Lib Dems, we're going to legalise marijuana. Where did that come from? What? what? And the Greens are going, well, we want a progressive alliance, and UKIP, UKIP are going nuts! UKIP are going, you- there's one of them is in the papers, cause he, he, um, been posting racist tweets, like a picture of some, a closed garden, um, uh, thing, and he's been making, all of them, if they came out, whatever party, F you, up yours, you're beautiful. I'm voting for them, and I'll vote for their... I, that's what we want more of. And none of them do it. None of them do it. I think we just got around the uh, the, the rules there. I think we just managed I was to just to- I was it. just doing the tossing up in I've my head. I've tossed it went. all up. Of course, a full list of um, uh, men and women and animals can be found if you just go on Google or something. I think we govern them all. Do we cover them all, Ed? I think we got away with all that, just about. But I want more swearing from my politicians and my uh, potential politicians, please. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Peanuts! 0344-499-1000. Yes, Clive! Peanuts! Peanuts! How are you doing, Uh, Ian? Doing very well, Clive! Oh, good. It's nice to talk to you on the radio, finally. I'm a long-time listener and a first-time caller. What? How long have you been listening for? About 47 minutes. Wow, you really are a long-time listener. You must be one of my biggest fans. I am. I call you Ian Lee. That's my name. I know. That's why you call call, it. And I call Kathy my Kathy. That's a bit, um... It's not stalky. I've not been anywhere near her. No. If you did... No, let's not even it, go there. No, it's not. It's wrong. It's very wrong. It's, it's lovely, lass. She's very, anyway. very wrong. You've, I can tell you've got... You're a very powerful man, though. Uh, I'm a very, very, very virile man. Yes. But I, I don't want to talk about that now. No. Because... I think you've hit the low with your shaven testicles. I think uh, that is a low, yes. That, that, that really low. is. A, that, well, that was, even by my standards, that was poor. My, my testicles are quite low, but yes. yours, yours, that went a bit lower. That was a bit low, wasn't it? That was literally anyway, below the belt. It was literally below the belt. Or sometimes I like to tuck them above the way, belt. Way, way, way! Only, only when I go swimming. Thank you very much anyway, indeed. Um, I'd like to just talk about uh, Keith and his uh, slow nephew Harry. Well, very he's not, fast. He's not a daft kid. He's not a daft kid. No, he's just a slow runner. Well, have you seen the video, Fast Running? Yeah, and I've used top forensic apps available free on the web. Okay, and I can pr- I can prove without doubt that that film is speeded up. Okay, what makes well, you say that? Well, if you notice. The policeman's hat wobbles quite fast in in frames between frames thirty seven and eighty seven. Yes, and it's unnatural. Yes. Uh, and Bobby's element wouldn't flutter that fast, right? Uh, naturally. Hang on. So what? What? what so what? You're saying the the movie is speeded up? Yes, to show Harry moving quicker than he he would naturally. Like I say, a Bobby's element would not move that fast. Wowzers. In, yeah, I've you, seen plenty yes. seen plenty of videos of Bobby's with, helmets. <laughs> with Bobby's helmets moving. Yes. And I can tell you now <laughs> and I've seen him slowed down and I've seen him speeded up. Yes. I can tell you now that that particular Bobby's helmet is not naturally it's Why? Not a movement. Can I ask you a question, Clive? Yes. Thank you, mate. Why are you so intent on destroying a young man's dream? Seems well, a bit cruel. It, it's not cruel. I'm just, I'm just interested in the truth, Ian. The truth should be out. My son goes to his school. Ah. Oh. And my, yeah. Well, you might, what you might huff and you, you might harumph. We didn't harumph, but, but we huffed. Yeah. yeah. There was a definite huff. There was a huff. Yes. We we stopped at harumphing. That would have been inappropriate. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did because the call would have been ended my end. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But anyway, Gosh. I'll get back to the point because I'm getting slightly agitated now. I can tell that My by the, the fact your voice is increasing ever so slightly in pitch. Yeah, well, um, this is the top end of my emotional range, so wow. uh, I'm just telling you now. Okay. 
Do, 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 do you want? Do you want? Would you rather speak to my Kathy? Maybe that would help. Your Kathy. No, I'd rather speak to you, Ian. I don't. I don't upset Kathy. She's a lovely lass. She's a very professional lady. Well, okay. Anyway, yes, Clive. Um, my son uh, went in for bat and ball. He was refused. Yeah. My son went in for fast running. He was refused. Yeah. And now he's stuck doing playing kaplunk oh. or other games. Uh, the donkey one. Donkey Buckaroo. Buckaroo. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you nicely. If you're no, going to insult me... No, that's the name of the game, Clive. Buckaroo, I think, is the what you're trying to... Think. Now, we, we heard um, from uh, Keith, wasn't it, that Harry re- regularly comes in sort of 17th or 19th out of a class of, I think, 20. Yeah. Where does your boy come in? Um... What for his, he comes in around about 14. Okay, okay. Um, there's only really one way we could settle this, Clive, and you know what I'm going to ask you for, don't you? A, a video. Yeah, so that we can compare the two. So you're, you're asking for videos of young boys running? I guess I, I am. Want, yeah. I don't... Right, well, that's I can do that, but the only problem I've got, Ian, yes, is my son's a he's a bit of a fat lad. Yeah, um, I don't, I can't put any finer point on it to be honest with you. No, he's he is quite grossly obese, but I can use cellophane or oh. some other oh. cling film wrap oh. to reduce the wobble. Yeah, because obviously there's chafing involved. And also, it okay. could put off viewers. Okay. There, there, um, Keith has mentioned that he's going to film Harry um, eating hot dogs, just the sausages, not the buns, um, at yeah. fast speed. What's your boy's name? Hello? Sorry? Clive? Yes, sorry, sorry. I was I was distracted by Lauren Hardy there. Um, my son's name... <laughs> Lauren and Hardy?! Yeah, I've got him. I've got him on the telly. Okay. It's only when you get slightly boring, I glimpse over, and it it just brings it brings up. Which film are you watching? Way Out West. No, I'm watching uh, the one where um, Oliver Hardy is upset because Stan has only brought him hard-boiled eggs and nuts. No, the film was a good film. Okay. County Hospital. Yeah. Hard boiled... I'll do an impression. <laughs> Hard boiled eggs and nuts, man. Like, that's exactly... All the, all the people at the community centre laugh when I do that. It's uncanny. Yeah. Um, oh, it's canny. Um, uh, so, what? Your, your, your son's name, Clive? Well, I'd rather not say no. uh, Ian's name at the moment, because I've just said it. Okay, so okay, so well, let's let's not mention the, n- the name again. I mean, the p- people have uh, very short memories. Um, I Ian, don't know. Ian won't be mentioned. <sighs> I don't know what you want me to do, Clive. Do you want, do you want me to ban Keith? Do you want me to take down the video of Harry fast running? Do you, wh- how? What, what? What? What would? How can we resolve this? Well, well, I know that I know that Kathy is a whiz at technology. Yeah. So maybe she could put an edit on. That like says, or oh, um, yeah. this video is up, but Ian 
the fat lad in the school that Harry goes to yes. is a better runner, yeah. but has been told he can't go in it in the sports or the bat and ball, even though he's better than Harry okay. on the front and the end. Okay, we will. Uh, sorry, what do you want me to put on again? I'll just write that down. We can, okay. we can do this. Go on, so just give us no, a uh, Do you want me to say it again? Just say well, it again and we'll put it on the I'll video type tomorrow. It up. I'll type okay. it up now. Right. Ian. How are we spelling Ian? Is it white with two eyes or just... It's, it's the same. I named him after Ian Lee. Oh, God. Okay, that, that's jeez. Oh, don't get many baby Ians these days. No. No, I know. He does, he does get laughed at quite a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. He tends to use his middle name, though, which isn't so bad. Lee? Yeah. I thought okay. so. Right. Yes. <sighs> Go on. So, Ian? Ian is a faster runner than Harry... Even though he is morbidly obese, I'm not sure if they said he was morbidly obese yes. or or just overweight. Can I don't I just know put the categories. Proper fat. Well, that's a bit insulting. It's to be a honest bit insulting, you. actually. That yeah, I'm just it is. To... All right. I'm I mean, just... I'm trying to keep it medically medically factual. Um, why don't you say he is he is of an he is of a, a girth. He is, he is a husky lad. Even though Ian is a husky lad, husky. he is a lot faster runner than Harry. Yeah. And Can um, we speed this up a bit? Because I want to I've got other callers, Clive. Well, just make some... You can write it down. You're both yeah. okay. intelligent people. Yeah, OK. We'll, we'll... The, but it has to be on the front and the and end the of the, the end. video. Yes. Yeah. And then maybe in the middle, a lint and load. Okay. Uh, where you could actually put the graphic up again. Oh, okay. We'll, 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 um, we'll get that done for you first thing tomorrow morning. Yeah. Not tonight, then. A bit busy tonight, Clive, because I've got, I've got to do the radio show, mate. Yeah. All right, then. Hang on a minute. Keith has, Keith has just texted in. Mm. Keith's sport video. Ian Mann, yeah. ignore that bloke. Well, he would say that, wouldn't he? Have you got beef with Keith? I have no beef with Keith. Although, I would say that his um, shoe sense, uh, when he t drops his kids off, Oops. is a lot to be left to be desired. Um, you know, slippers, slippers aren't appropriate shoe wear for dropping your nephew off at school. Yeah, that is not appropriate. All right, well, Clive, listen, th we'll get that video sorted out the first thing tomorrow. All right. The um, oh up, the, up the butter. Is that a euphemism if you just said something rude? No, it's it means up the Middlesbrough Football well, Club. No, I do, let, I, let's no, let's not do that. All right then, down the borough. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Hannah. Bit worried about that Bobby with the dodgy helmet. Yep. Well, these things happen. These things happen. Before that, you were talking about balls. Oh, God. Um, I was hoping you could get um, puppetry of the penis on and... Um, uh, no. Why not? You could show Kathy a hamburger. Thank you very much indeed. I did learn how to make a hamburger from the puppetry of the penis, guys. Oh. Yeah, I did. I did. They taught me how to do it. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. You'll be uh, more than welcome to. Uh, just, just, just try and keep the beef... Let's just try and keep the beef away from, from each other. There's no, uh... To make the hamburger, are you using the peanuts? Yeah, everything oh, gets used. Oh, gosh. Everything gets used. Yowzers. 
At 101, D-Day hero is world's oldest skydiver. I do not, for the life of me, understand why anybody would um, uh, uh, toss themselves uh, out of a plane. I cannot, I don't see where the fun is. Where's the fun in doing this? And he's 101. He took part, well, okay, he took part in the D-Day landings, survived being wounded in action, and was honoured for his heroism. So, jumping out of a plane at 15,000 feet, held no fear for Verdon Hayes yesterday. Great name. Verdon Hayes. Even at the age of 101. The uh, great-grandfather from Devon became the oldest skydiver in the world as he completed a tandem parachute jump attached to an instructor. I do not understand why anybody would want to ju- uh, jump out of an aeroplane. Where's the f- where's the fun? I remember when bungee jumping was all the rage. In sort of the 80s and the 90s, everyone was bungee jumping. But Bungee jumping? What the hell is... Th- why would you want to do that? I don't fancy either of those things. I, I can't... I, I, it has never once... Have I even thought, oh, yeah, that would be fun? Never once occurred no. to me that they would be a fun thing to do. I've spent a significant part of my adult life avoiding falling out of things. Yeah. So why would I want to do it on purpose? No. Strapped to someone else? I can think of some people I'd like to push out of aeroplanes, mm-hmm. sans parachute, but the thought of doing it, no, no, no. And you always hear stories as well, don't you, of um, jealous husbands and bitter wives. Cutting hole in it. Cutting the holes in it. It happens. It happens every day. No, thank you very much indeed. Afterwards, the former Royal Signals Lance Corporal shouted, Hooray! He added that he was feeling absolutely over the moon. Mr Hayes made his first jump last year to break the British record. Yesterday's skydive beat by 35 days the world record set in 2013 by a Canadian aged 101 and three days. The widower took to the skies with ten members of his family at the airfield near Honiton, Devon, in aid of the Royal British Legion, he's already raised 1,600 quid. Well, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of money, 1,600 for jumping out of an aeroplane twice. That's no... He's been um, mugged off. Those who joined him in jumping included his great-grandson Stanley, 16, great-granddaughter Ellie, 21, grandson Roger, 50, Imagine having a 50-year-old grandson and son, Brian, 74. Imagine having a 74-year-old son. Mr Hayes named Verdon after the 1916 battle by his father. Who oh, fought... Verdun. What? Verdun. 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 Was awarded the Legion d'honneur for his actions following D-Day. He sustained shrapnel injuries to his ribs and hands and an explosion that killed his best friend. How I came home from World War Two, I do not know, Mr Hayes said. I lost any amount of friends in no time at all, really. Well, but can someone tell me, where the hell is the joy in that? Where's the pleasure? Where's the fun of, of seeing... One of the reasons, I, one of the many reasons I always turned down I'm a Celebrity was, because I don't know if they still do it, you had to jump out of the aeroplane at the start. Do they all do it, though? Because I know some do in the opening... Maybe they don't all do it. I'm very tired all of a sudden. Maybe they don't all um, do it. Colin Williamson's enjoying the programme. 
Thank you, Colin. That's um, that's nice. Keith uh, Keith is um, getting very angry on the text. Um, oh dear. Oh, um, legally, Keith, if he's, uh, we kind of have to do what has been suggested there and, and add those bits. So I'll see if I can work out. But you know, um, Keith, you've got right of reply if you want to come on. Well, I know. I but don't. I mean, it is turning a bit Jeremy Kyle. Isn't it's it? it's a lot of. Um, of accents for for one show i just think there's there's so many accents these days that it just gets uh very confusing and i i do wonder if keith and this um other guy if maybe they should just sort it out mano a mano you know they should get the two lads to have a race and the winner is the winner, and the other one, you know, becomes, I don't know, their slave or something. No, I don't think you can do that anymore. I think that's frowned upon. Maybe the grown-ups could run. Wow. Or wheelbarrow. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, wheelbarrow. Yeah, wheelbarrow. I'm biting my tongue because I've got this, um, I've got a stalker. I've got a stalker online threatening all kinds of legal action now. It's weird, isn't it? You're a silly man. It's weird. He thinks I've been talking about him, not talking about him, talking about someone else. Talking about someone else on Twitter. You crossed the line now. You're saying that about me. I think people who talk like that should be very careful about what they say on air. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Particularly with the company they keep as well. Um, So there's a Baywatch movie. And I don't know why. Right. I do. Because Baywatch, I heard uh, Zac Efron talking about it on the uh, radio as I drove in. Right, Zac Zac Efron, who was in one of your favourite films. High School Musical. His career never really took off, did it, in the way it was meant to? Mm. Because he he was a teenage heartthrob, and then he was going to try and become a serious actor, and it never really worked. Trying to do Leonardo. Yeah, it it didn't work. It didn't work. He may come back in ten years when he's he's a bit more rugged. So he's going on this Baywatch thing. Do you know Baywatch apparently is still the biggest grossing TV series ever? Yeah. That's what they're trying to get a piece of. But but it's got Vin Diesel in it. Or is it The Rock? I never know which is... Um, I don't know who that man is. Show me. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. The, he's the, the rock, rock, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's David Hasselhoff. What? David Hasselhoff isn't in it. So who's being David Hasselhoff? The Rock, I think. The Rock. And Pamela Anderson's got a, um, like, a, 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 like a tiny thing in it. Bikini, unusual for swimming her. costume. Well, she's she's not really in it. Right. But is in it for a second. Pamela Anderson proved it's nigh and impossible to step into her famous red bikini. The stu- stunning Canadian, 49, dazzled fans in, in... She's older than 49, isn't she? She's been around forever. In a low-cut dress, as past and present Baywatch cast members swap their tight swimwear for smart suits and frocks. David Hasselhoff and fiancé Hayley Roberts... Roberts joined Dwayne Johnson left for the world premiere of the movie in Miami. In the end, it took a gust of wind to take the spotlight off Pammy when Isabel Goulart's skirt blew up to reveal her bare bottom. Um, Why? I I mean, because Baywatch doesn't mean anything to people anymore, does it? To the dads, it does. Well, but who's... um, It was kind of porn for cowards, wasn't it? Yeah... Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, let me ask Chris Evans. But it, um, what, what, imagine going. Hey, there's a Baywatch movie on. Should we Should we go to the pictures this weekend and watch it? Well, I don't. I, don't, I, I honestly, I cannot for the life of me. Um, 
Oh dear. I cannot for the life... We get, they're all coming out of the woodwork tonight, I tell you that. I cannot for the life of me imagine the meeting and say, hey, let's make a Baywatch movie. Okay, yeah, fine, all right. And, and, and then they, it got made. People went and, and paid for it and it got made. Maybe it's a sign that they really have run out of ideas. Oh, three, four, four. God, I've got the yawns. Oh, you really have. Well, because I was up at five o'clock this morning to go and um, get shafted by my mate. Oh, now. Yes. Are we going to go there? Yeah, we're going to go there. Because I right, I do apologise. Yep. I, I felt terrible about well, it, as you know, and I gave you a sincere apology, yep. and I bought you breakfast. Only because I insisted you buy me breakfast. You told me to stick my breakfast, actually, and then you turned up and said, right, I'm having my breakfast, yep, yep, and I'm yep, going to yep. have a cup of tea as well. And I was like, fine, okay. The thing was, you took your documents off me. Yes. Yeah. That, well, to me, is... Right... I'm not going to make it back. Yeah. That's no, no, that, you knew I was coming back. You should have left your documents then. Well, no, because you would have still gone in. I wouldn't. You would have I still wouldn't. gone in. I wouldn't. I did get herded in. They are very forceful. With the, She had a megaphone. All you had to do was say, just say, oh, I'm going to hold back and go back ten places I know, well, in I know that now. And if I'm ever in that queue again, I will be right at the back the whole time waiting for you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When have you been shafted by a friend? Oh, Late night on Talk Radio. Um. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Cleo. Hello, dude. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Marvelous. I think you should cut uh, cut a little bit of slack. Sorry. I think you should cut cut a little bit of slack. Yes, go on. Because it could have been a lot worse. And she's just doing the British thing and sort of, like, uh, going along with cute etiquette, isn't she, really? I feel terrible about it, and I'm not joking. I'm not doing a thing. I do feel terrible about it, and I, I wish I could um, change things, but I can't. I can hear it. I, I can't. And She betrayed uh, me, least, mate. She betrayed at me. Least, at least you're getting an apology. Shall I tell you what and happened to me once? And this is quite bad. Go on, this is quite bad. Go on. I was in a band, the Yonks. We'd been going five years, and I used to I used to write all the songs, and we finally got to a stage where a little local label went, "Do something with us, we'll release it." And da 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 da. So we had we had a single, we had a single to release. Yeah. CD, I wrote. Yeah. And we'd worked hard to get to this position. I've seen the video of your band. Have you? And uh-huh. I caught pharyngitis. You caught what? Pharyngitis. It's a bit like laryngitis. Where's your pharynx? But a bit more made up. The pharynx. It's around the back of the... The pharynx? Mate, that's that that cat in Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, thanks, guys. Well, this this is about an hour before. Yeah. Sorry, um, a week before. And the doctor was like, no, I couldn't speak for a kickoff. What is going on in the background, you muppet? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, the doctor went, can't do anything, blah, blah, blah. So I, I really begged the band before the release, the whole do sorted out, don't go ahead with the release. Like, it's, so I, I, me first, and in the end, only ever single release, yes. I missed. Well, you're an idiot. And they all, they all had an amazing time, apparently. Were you on top of the pops with it? No. Well, the, oh, God, God. Oh, um, right, hang on a second, sorry. Keith, hang on a second. Right. Uh, I've just had another text from Keith, right? And I can't, <laughs> I can't read this out, right? 
He's, he's angry. What was the guy that called in? What was his name? Clive. Clive, right. Keith has just tweeted, uh, texted, what an effing lying bee. <gasps> right. Jeez, Keith. That's not like you. Keith, no, 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 no. This stops now. Keith, you're banned for the rest of the night. Seriously, Keith, switch off your radio, buddy. Switch off your radio. It's not the attitude. It's not what we want. It's not what this show is about. Keith, switch off your radio tonight. I don't want you listening for the last 15 minutes. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see if you calm down. Go and calm down. Cause this Morning. is, I don't, I do, I do not want, I read these words and these words have a negative impact. What an effing lying bee. He's just tweeted. Can I just say And he something? signed it, Keith Sport Video. Keith and Clive, you both seem like nice fellas. Let's just remember who the grown ups are in this well, scenario. One, one sounds like a sex offender. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying which one. I'm not saying which one, so they can't do me. Which one of them would like to. <laughs> Thank you, Cleo. Let's go to Pat. Good evening, Pat. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, Pat. Hi. All right. I'm all right. Are you all right? Well, yeah, no, I've never rung you up before. Mm. Okie doke. Well, you've rung up now. What's going on tonight? You've rung uh, up now I'm... and you're live on the radio. Um, uh, I'm... Mm. I'm basically, uh, Ian? Yes? Is that Pat? Hi, hi. Um, my nan died. And, um... I'm sorry to hear that, Pat. No, no, not not recently. A while ago. Um, and I, I wanted to do, like, a, like a tribute to her. What, um, what do you mean a tribute? Uh, well, basically, when she, she died about two months ago... Uh, we're all around at her house, and, and whilst the Alan Titmarsh show uh, oh, was on, yes. and she died, and she left me 450 quid to buy a Yamaha. A, a motorbike? No, mm, a keyboard. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm really nervous. That's okay, no, don't be nervous, this is, this is a lovely thing, so a Yamaha keyboard? Yeah, and she, she her, her favourite TV show was Bergerac. Yeah, great programme. John Nettles, delicious. I know, she she once met him at the Harlequin Theatre in Red Hill and tried to tried to kiss him. And what did he do? Call the police? Well, he, he, he didn't hang about. No. Um, OK. And I was wondering if... Cause this, I've been learning... Oh, I've, been le- I've been learning how to play, and I was wondering if you'd like to listen. Sure. I, what, I tonight? Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's... Thinking to Bergerac. And, and it's, what, what, what was Nana's name? Shirley. Okay, so uh, this is um, uh, Pat. Pat, can I ask you a question? Uh, uh, yeah. Are you a man or a woman? I'm a man. Okay, it's not, I can't always tell. I can text you a picture of my dingaling. That won't be necessary. Uh, um, so this is Pat, a man, short for Patrick. Um, yeah. playing on his Yamaha keyboard, not motorbike, um, uh, <laughs> as a tribute to his dead nana, Shirley. Pat, away you go. Can you give me a mo? Yep. Okay, one sec. I just need, because there's nothing to, uh, hang on, one sec, one sec. Okay. I, I won't be able to hear you, so I hope you enjoy it. Well. We do too. Huh? Hello? Yes, yeah, we're, we're just uh, waiting for you, Pat. Uh, okay, one sec. Cheers, Ian. I really appreciate this. Mate, right, bye. Hang on. Where's he gone? Playing with one hand. We can't really hear it, Pat. 
making sex noises. Nice reggae beat to it. Slap bass. Gonna cut, I think I'm going to cut him off. Well, he's grieving. Let him, don't say he's going on. But you just think it's getting to an end and he just don't goes round. I don't think he knows how to play the ending. If this bit isn't the ending, I'm cutting him off, right? Because okay. I don't think he knows bit, how to do an ending. It's just going. It's just going round and round. It doesn't. My first ever gig with the band was in school assembly, and we, we played House of the Rising Sun. And I couldn't remember how to end it, and we just went on for it. <laughs> we just went on. We're, we're still there playing it now. Pat, that was um, that was that was absolutely Moving. atrocious. No, I'll... absolutely atrocious. You've really um, you've really let Shirley down there, mate. She will. Um, she'll be turning her back on you in heaven. Um, oh three four four. 499-1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. My gran used to like Monk. Harry Monk? <laughs> no. He's like some sort of detective. Character. Oh, he was um, um, OCD, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was silly. She loved it. No, it was silly. I didn't get... But why can't they just have a detective who's just, like, normal? Because they've all got... Columbo's got his um, his Mac and his glass eye. Mm-hmm. Um, diagnosis murder, he was a doctor. Quincy, he was ah, a pathologist. You're forgetting Nettles in uh, Midsummer Murders. He's as normal as you can get. That's true, actually, yeah. It's like the that Mail was, on Sunday. Rubbish. Pull out. Travel... Here we go. There yeah, we're talking. Now we're talking. This is what it's all about. Travel agents... Pharmacy assistants and translators are already being placed replaced by robots. Travel agents. After a string of warnings that millions of workers will be replaced by machines, a study suggests this is happening now on a grand scale. It claims that two-thirds of the fastest declining jobs in Britain are being hit because of increased automation and advances in technology. The translator bit is balls, right? Shut up, man. Google fish. Exactly. Google translate. But I can read what it translates, and it's nonsense. It's close enough. No, it's It's not. close enough. You're dealing with the ambassador. You don't want you don't want all the, the, the colloquialisms. You just want to know the facts. He's talking, talking about a daughter, uh, and a shop, and a sandal. And that's no, it. No, it comes out like a Chinese T-shirt. You know, sometimes... Racist? No, but you What's know... What's wrong so- with China? You know, sometimes, if you're Apart abroad... The appalling human rights record they have. Sometimes, if you're abroad, you see foreign people wearing T-shirts with English slogans where they've just plucked, you know, happy chicken fun time. Things like that. I love a happy chicken fun time. Or, you know, smiley sunshine rainbow face. That All that stuff makes sense. You're trying to do... You, you see, you can't even make up a made-up... Sausage head. 
It claims that two-thirds of the fastest declining jobs in Britain are being hit because of increased automation and advances in technology. It warns some professions could no longer exist in years to come. I know, what they, what they keep printing this. Hang on a second. What do you want? Hello? Hello, Ian. Yes. Uh, how are you, sir? What do you want? Um, everything. Literally, the world. Okay. Um, but for starters, why are you on for such a long time? I'm on for three hours a night. It's a standard radio show length. Three hours? Are you sure? Yes, mate. I've been asleep, and you're still on. Well, you've only been asleep for a short time. You've been phoning up for most of the show. Well, yes, well, someone's got to do your show for you. No, th- I'm doing my show for me, thank you very much indeed, but good night. Go back to bed. Flipping heck. Yes, Joel? Hello. Hello. I'm just interested, you know, you mentioned Columbo there. Yes. And you said that, you know, Columbo's quirk was that, obviously, he did wear the Mac, but you said he had a glass eye. Now, I always get confused. Did Columbo have the glass eye, or was it Peter Falk who had the, the, the glass eye? Um, well, Columbo did. Well, is that ever noted? Was that part of his character development in the in the pitch? That's a bloody good question. All right, well, who had the wife that we never saw? Was it Columbo or was it Peter Falk? Oh, but, well, no, well, that was definitely Columbo. What does, what does, hang on, trick. hang on, what does Peter Falk's wife look like? I, I, I don't know, I'm sure we could Google the woman. Well, why would you do that? She, that, that seems disrespectful. Well, I'm interested to see what she looks like now. Um, In fact, if you put in Peter Falk into Google, the first thing that comes up is Peter Falk eye. Now, are you saying eye as in, um, yes? No, I know I'm northern, but no, uh, E-Y-E. Do you you know who originally was going to play Peter Falk? Was going to play Columbo, Peter Falk? No, who was going to play Peter Falk? No idea. Uh, Bing Crosby? Blimey. And that is true, but he didn't get the part because he didn't have a glass eye. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Hopefully, yeah. Idiots. Yes? Hello? Yes? Yes? Hello? What do you want? Uh, I, I love you. Excellent, that's great news, man. Thank you. Um, it warns that some professions could no longer exist in years to come, but it suggests nail technicians, security guards and chefs are thriving and are largely immune from the rise of the machines. Um, um, so here, here are the jobs that are in decline. Pharmacy assistant, travel agent. Well, well, I'm, I'm always amazed when you see um, travel agents... Um, on, on the high street. Yeah. What the hell? With the little cards in the windows. Because everyone hell? goes online now, don't they? Why would they do that? Flip it. Oh, look, we're at the end of the show. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was about to get stuck in there. Other jobs, uh, design engineers, translators, and IT support. IT support. Yeah, right. Dear listener, that is it. That is your lot for tonight. We are back tonight at 10 o'clock with um, the excellent magician Pete Heat. You'll be able to watch us on um, uh, youtube.com forward slash rabbit hole. Uh, don't forget to download the podcasts tonight's 
podcast will be available no yes tonight's podcast will be available tomorrow at about seven eight something like that ed and catherine thank you very much indeed dear listener thank you until then from all of us ta-ta across the uk online and on dab <laughs>